Hey, all right, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's the Tuesday show, even though it's Thursday. <laughs> Literally what I put on the title. <laughs> Quote, unquote, Tuesday show. My name's Ultra David. And I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? We're going to be talking about Evo. The reason that this is the Tuesday show on Thursday is that on Tuesday you were getting back. I was also away, so I also had to make up some work and whatnot, so it just wasn't going to work out that night. So we pushed it back a couple of days. I've been sleeping like the past two days, like constant. I've been sleeping all day today. Dang. It's the standard post Evo sleep catch up time, yeah. For sure. So we'll Ooh. talk all about Evo. We'll talk about the results, the experience of it. I wasn't there. I'd like right. to hear your perspective. And actually, it'd be really interesting to find out what it was like from a Stream Monster perspective. Definitely, as well. we'll talk about so, that for yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk about the results, of course. We'll talk about the analysis. Announcements that were made there, as well That's as the right. fact that many of those characters are now playable. Uh, we'll review those. We will talk about a couple of things in our 5-5 matchup segment, including what do you think about tournament pay structure? What do you think about Sonic Fox uh, changing seats in the middle of Grand Finals? What do we think about Bayonetta's basically giving a big F you to, uh, to the audience watching? Well, and the audience doing the same to them, <laughs> Yes, right? exactly. So, uh, uh, we'll talk uh, about all of those things as well as assorted other news. There actually were some tournaments uh, before EVO that we didn't get to previously, so we'll try to do that right, as well. Lots right. of stuff to talk about tonight, but let's begin with EVO 2018. And before we get to the results and stuff... How yeah. was it? Um, I mean, from an actual attendee standpoint, yeah. it was probably one of the better Evos okay. in a long time because uh, it just it felt like everything was running smoothly, and you know, outside of the Sunday schedule, you know, being pushed back a little bit. Um, most things seem to be running mostly on time. I know some of the Marvel people had some issues, et cetera, et cetera. Sure but um, I don't know. It's just, you know, a lot of times you always hear about all these you know, random console issues and all these things like that. But it seemed to be, um, I don't know, from, from being there, it just felt like it, it was at another level. It felt like it got to that point where it's, like, comfortable now and it, like, is doing its thing and it knows what it's doing. And now is the time maybe to start adding a little bit more to it or something mm. like that. But just because it's like, okay, we've reached this point, we're good, now let's expand, you okay. know, kind of things like that. But overall, I mean, from a viewer experience, I felt like it was really good uh, at, at the event. Attendee in yeah, person, attendee yeah. Attendee in yeah. person. The artist alley was gigantic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, it took me, so I tweeted out all of the artist alleys I saw you and everything doing that, like yeah. that. That took me an hour and a half to do. Okay, for one, actually, it actually probably took me about a total of three hours to do total because I was taking a picture of everyone's booth and grabbing a card, taking a picture of the booth, grabbing right. everyone's card. I dropped all the cards. Whoa! And I had to re-sort them and order them by going to everybody's website oh, and, no. find, and finding pictures on their website and matching it to what I was seeing in the booths and stuff like that. And then I posted them all up. But, you know, that was really cool. They had a bunch of artists over there. Um, uh, the um, like the booths that the companies had, they all really stepped up. The Arxis had this really cool Western themed booth and everything like that. Right. It was really sick, and I don't know. It just felt really, really. And because remember, two years ago, you probably remember it was in the same ballroom, and it felt kind of empty ish, yeah. right? It didn't feel that way this time. Like the place was full of booths and. People 
people everywhere, and I don't know, it just it just really had this nice feel to it that I really enjoyed. Uh, personally, from a commentary standpoint, uh, I got to do a lot of the jump off, and I had a blast on that. Yeah. That was so much fun. So, and it really, I felt like I had an opportunity to you know show people that I knew all the different <laughs> games, and I talked about all the different yeah. games and everything like that. I got to do some Guilty Gear commentary, which right. was super. Dude, after I did the Guilty Gear commentary, I was like, man, why haven't I been playing this game? I missed this game. Why not? So yeah, much. So yeah, it was. I don't know. For me, it was just a great experience okay. overall. So I had a really good time. How, there. how was uh, Sunday in the arena? I saw that it was a little bit differently arranged than before. It yeah. was just on one side rather than like everybody looking around in the middle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. So different arrangement. I liked it because it felt more classic. It okay. felt more like the ballroom setup. Okay. And I just like that. Okay. Uh, There's something about it that felt more FGC to me. Okay. You know, just having everybody staring in one direction. I liked it. I, when I saw it, I was kind of confused at first, but then it also gave us a chance to have the big banner in the background and everything like that because we didn't have that the previous year. That's right, yeah. So it felt more classic Evo style. Cool. So. And, and, and a lot of people said that it felt like it made the floor seats better. That, yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I think so. I, from what I heard, that was a major reason why they did yeah, that in the first yeah. place, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to make that so, change. Yeah. Okay. Um, how was, uh, you know, you did other stuff, too. You went to the... Um, Oh, the Twin, Twin Galaxies. Galaxies. Uh, you know what? I mean, the Twin Galaxies things was interesting. I know what they're, you know, they, they're like, let's grab all these marquee matchups. Yeah. We're going to be this big deal and do all this stuff. But I just know on EVO weekend, it's just, it's not going to have that impact. And it's going to be exhibition. Like right. when John and Vi were playing Alpha 2 and Alpha 3, they were clearly dropping everything. You know, it just wasn't quite to that extent, you know, of I'm sure what they were hoping for. And... I don't know. Obviously, since it's Evil Weekend, it's going to be easier to get everybody in there for the right. exhibition. But like Saint and GDC, JDCR, we're using Bob and Hayachi, right. well, you, you know, know and yeah. stuff like that. So, you know, <coughs> but it was cool. It was it was interesting. It was very esportsy, right? You know, and that part was you know is always going to make me kind of be like, hmm. So, so I've only I've actually watched their YouTube archives. Oh, okay. okay. So I've seen a good chunk of it now. Um, but I only watched the gameplay. I haven't actually seen like the rest of it. Like, what, how was it esportsy? Was it? It's just the way that it felt. Yeah. The production okay. and you know just all the. It just didn't feel as casual. Like I know for like a lot of the, you know, it, I don't know. It just it, it just had this kind of weird feel to it when I was there. So fair enough. Fair so. enough. Did you have time to hang out with people? I mean. <sighs> It was the same thing. It was just <laughs> run around, see this person for 10 minutes, see that person for 10 minutes. Hey, what's yeah. going on? Talk on that kind of deal. So I really didn't get a chance to really hang out and talk. Although the night, the first, the so the two times I did get to hang out with people were actually really, really good for my soul, actually. Okay. So it was Thursday night. I was just in my room chilling there, and Edmod messaged me. I was oh, like, hey, no you want to hang out? So, yeah, okay. So, hung out with Edmod, and then Kim joined us. Hung B was there. What? Devil X, the super old-school Tekken X. player, was there. God, who else was there? It was a bunch of the old-school guys. Wow, and man. We were definitely the old men. For sure. We were definitely being like, man, back in our day. For sure. Oh, yeah, you know, these people, oh, these games today, honestly, oh, back then. That dude, sounds fun. Dude, we were totally <laughs> doing the old men stuff. It was ridiculous. That it sounds was, awesome, actually. It was really cool. And the next night on my way back, I was like, I have commentary at 8 in the morning, time for me to go to sleep. Yeah. I run into none other than someone by the name of Miguel Rossington. Right, okay, good. The third, right? 
and he was there, right. and Flo was there, and then Seth Killian walked by. Dang, you had a little meeting up there. So we basically, it was like the four of us talking old men stuff right there. But that was more like life talk at I that bet. point. I bet. That yeah. was more life talk. And then eventually Hungby and Devil X showed up, and we were all of us sitting there talking again. But Sounds like a yeah, lot there was of a lot of old men meetups, and that was actually really, Sounds really Sounds like cool. a blast, man. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad you got a chance to see Mike. I saw him on stream playing gear. but yeah. um, I know he's been playing. But I haven't haven't seen him in person in a couple of years at this point. So it's, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. I miss hanging out with him. But yeah, no, it was good seeing him. It was good seeing him. We definitely need to hang out. We all need to hang out with him and stuff. So, yeah. Oh, man. But it was that, that those two were probably like the cool points, you know, that I got to hang out and just talk with people. Great. Especially Seth, because, you know, I got to commentate with Seth again this year yeah, for Top cool. 8, which was really, really nice because I uh, haven't done that in a few years and I, and I missed it. <laughs> I didn't see those tears. I know. I, I didn't okay, see, I, okay. they, they may have there may have, there may have been tears, but they weren't visible like so to be honest i did cry earlier in the day okay. when i was being interviewed because someone asked me about uh, why i get emotional and i started talking about it and i started crying at that point but okay. after top eight i could tell seth was getting a little yeah emotional, i could definitely tell that yeah and so he was getting emotional so i was like okay okay i gotta hold it together oh, for, no. you know so one of us has got to hold it together so you know i, I, I managed it was to, good. to do that and so it was still every, really good and of course everybody like of course on that night too, I was like, I know people are gonna think I didn't cry because I'm not happy for Problem X, and I cut that oh, off. Oh no way! Come right on. Right at the beginning, and then of course later on, Logan's like, you didn't cry because UK won, and I was like, ah, right. I already beat you to that one. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, for sure, uh, it was no. Actually, I, there was a couple of years ago I did not cry on stream. I think it was like three years ago. It's not every time that you do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, for, yeah sure, for sure. So. But I mean, we'll get to the to the problem X stuff later on. So we'll talk about results. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a very different experience, of course. Right. Um, so I was at a wedding in New York, in Brooklyn. By the way, I really enjoyed Brooklyn. Um, we were in a hot, in a Airbnb in an area called Bedford Stuyvesant or Bed Stuy, which I think is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> okay. It's actually really nice. Like people are walking around the, the street. They like say hi to each other. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a local area. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, when I went to go buy something at the corner bodega, which was literally on the corner, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, the little kid ran in there, and the guy behind the counter knew the kid's name. Like it's very, like community, which right. is very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. Um, I also went to NLBC Wednesday night. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Just I to see that. it. I didn't want to play or commentate or whatever. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. wanted to hang out and see how it is. I'd never been there. It's a next level. Uh, it's you know, it was a nice little place. Uh, cool to hang out with people and just sort of watch and see what they do. I caught up with some of the players. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, Tom, who does the frame trapped oh, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was uh, actually there. Oh, nice. Um, and so we got to talk for a little while. That was nice. I really enjoyed that too. Uh, during the wedding, so Friday I watched basically as much as, as, much as I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, um, uh-huh. I wasn't able to constantly, but I, I feel like I watched a lot of it. <laughs> uh, probably like 10 or 12 hours, I don't know. And then on Saturday, I watched for the first half of the day, but then the second half of the day was the wedding. So I didn't really get to see that much of it. So I saw the first half of Injustice, and then Stupid I had to wedding. not see it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm literally in... I wasn't in the wedding, but like I was, I was in the audience there, right. and 
uh, my wife was, I saw me watching the stream and she was like, can you not be rude to everybody right now? <laughs> and I was like, all right. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Ow. Okay. So I was okay. like, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I definitely did dip away at certain points during okay, the night okay, to, to go okay. watch stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then on Sunday I watched nothing. I did nothing but watch Evo. Okay. okay. I, you know, from the moment it started to the moment it ended, I was watching the whole thing. Uh, at one point, I went to go buy some bagels, but I still had the stream on, and uh-huh, I was listening uh-huh. to my headset. So, so I, did, I watched it a lot. Nice. Um, okay. It's definitely a very different experience. Yeah. Um, I didn't care for it that much. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I, think, I think part of it is that uh, I'm, you know, my experience is colored by the fact that I am almost always there. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I wasn't there, I'm sure I'm a little salty about it, even though I'm trying not to be, but I feel like that must color my impression anyway. Uh, so just take that with a grain of salt. But uh, I, didn't, I didn't like watching... Um, well, I didn't, I didn't like certain parts of it. So I thought all the commentary was good. That's not the mm-hmm, issue. Mm-hmm. That said, I thought a lot of the jump-offs seemed kind of stilted, and like there was no direction to it a lot of the time. Mm-hmm, there was mm-hmm. like good banter now and then but a lot of the time it was just like kind of rambling and that's even how it started like this like the start of it was very rambling there was like no <laughs> direction here's what we're gonna do here's right. what we're gonna talk yeah, about like, uh-huh, i feel like uh-huh. none of that stuff occurred so i like the idea of the jump off i just feel like it could it could be done a lot better okay. it could be done okay. like a much more uh compelling way and i, I would like to see that um i hated the fact that Injustice Top 16 was not streamed. Right. Absurd decision. Right. I, you know, mm-hmm. very very difficult to justify. I feel if if you look at the uh, at the schedule, that must have been anticipated because the top 48 down to the top eight was only granted two hours, and uh-huh. that's you know two hours is all of the qualifying matches directly for top eight, let alone the mm-hmm. matches leading up to those matches and the matches leading up to that, which is what top 48 is. So I feel like that must have been understood by the whoever made the schedule i haven't talked with people about it yet right but, um uh the decision to break away from that and stream tekken round one pools instead you know hated it <laughs> i mean it's it, it sucked i thought especially that this time because you know injustice has been getting a rap lately as not having that much character diversity and it's all zoners and whatnot and then you look at who qualified who got ninth and who got 13th, and it's like a tremendously wide group of characters, right. like very mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some really, really hype matches, thanks to Beyond Toxin, who streamed it from his phone. Right. So we all had to watch him as he's like literally running around. You see the shoes as he's like running to <laughs> see the top eight qualifying matchups. Nice. Um, so it was this really, it was like a really good showcase of the game, but nobody saw it uh, except for the 400 people watching Toxin right. stream. So I thought that really okay. sucked. Um, yeah, ad, bra- ad breaks were very long. Um, I, I don't know that they were longer than they typically are. I mean, I, I didn't time it. And when you're there, from a commentator fast. perspective, yeah, it does uh, go fast. But from a viewer perspective, it feels like it's interminable. Mm-hmm, um, like mm-hmm. you're just stuck there right. for a long period of time and not really knowing when it's coming up. There's rarely a countdown to when it's coming back, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't, I didn't like that stuff. And then on the finals day, it just... It just ran way too long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way uh-huh, too long. Uh-huh. Uh, I imagine that if I were in the audience there, I probably would have felt the same. Yeah. Getting there at 8 a.m. and being there until midnight is 
you know, that's long. Right. It's also super long on the East Coast when you're waking up at 11, well, or starting to watch mm -hmm, at 11, mm -hmm. and then watching until 3 a.m. Um, that was that was really tough. And, and I got to be honest, I wasn't watching the end of it that closely because it's 3 a.m. Yeah, you're just, you're just tired, tired at that, at that point. point. Yeah, I mean, the viewer numbers kind of really Oh, drastically that. down. Well, after Dragon Ball. 100,000 down. Yeah, after Dragon Ball ended, you could just tell everyone's like, you know what, I can't stay up. This is a no. good stopping point, you know, and let's yeah. just turn it off and I'll catch the archives later, basically. Yeah, yeah. It, it, is, it is true. People are saying that um, people in Europe have it, have it tougher, for sure. Mm -hmm. But that said, a lot of the viewing audiences is in North America still, mm -hmm. and if you're going to give up the most populated part of North America, which is the East Coast, then you're giving up, you know, 100,000 viewers, mm -hmm. basically. I mean, I don't know that Street Fighter would have had as many as Dragon Ball anyway. I feel like probably not. No. But it wouldn't have had 100,000 right. viewer. It's gigantically mm -hmm. fewer. So. Yeah, I mean, one of the things was, uh, and it wasn't even Dragon Ball that was taking a long time. I think they allotted like three and a half hours for Dragon Ball, and it only ran three hours long, according to the right. to the to the statistics that I saw someone post up there. Right. I'm not even sure where the delay came from exactly. Uh, from what I remember reading, was that the biggest delay was the fact that there were between 35, 25 and 35 minutes between all the games, and then 50 minutes between Dragon Ball and Street Fighter oh, okay. of downtime. Okay. Right. Of well, I'm sure they took into account a lot of that downtime, because that downtime was announcements as well. Well, right? it, was, it was announcements, but those announcements were 5 or 10 minutes. They weren't 35 minutes or 50 minutes. Was it really 50 it really minutes was. Between, yeah, between Dragon Ball and Street Fighter? It Jesus. was. Now, keep in mind, that was both <laughs> Dragon Ball announcements and... Or Bandai Fighter. announcements and right. Street Fighter announcements, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But still, that wasn't 50 minutes of content. That was hmm. 15, I don't know, 10, okay. something like that. So, so there were huge breaks. And as a viewer, that was that was frustrating. It you know it really bites into uh, the energy. The energy. I mean, yeah. maybe if you're in the audience there, I don't know how it was. Maybe that continues because there's just so many people. But as somebody watching by myself in my little Airbnb, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, 50 minutes is like complete it just blows <laughs> up the the momentum entirely right hmm. um yeah it sucked that marvel got pushed back so much on the side stream mm -hmm. that was bad news it from what i read it was because arms top four took two two and a half hours Dude, that's so crazy I, I didn't watch it so i don't know how that could be but yeah, I know. there you go <laughs> uh so I, I really feel like there must have been better things they could have done for the scheduling but you know, and, and in, in the future, I just don't know that five games is plausible for Sunday. I just... Uh, yeah, that's actually a concern. I, right yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about that. I feel like you need to have four games and the other however many are Saturday. Um, that, that sucks because Saturday viewership is always way less than mm -hmm. Sundays for the top eights. This is no exception this year. So you're kind of consigning a game to getting fewer viewership or less viewership, but I don't know what else to do. It's just... Either you have very fast games or no announcements or right. something, but it's the way that it works now is not tenable. Yeah. I mean, even last year, I don't even think Evo started at 8 a.m., right? I think it started at 10 a.m. the year before or something remember. like that. I can't. No, like, Marvel last year was 8. Was it 8? Yeah, it was 8. Oh, okay. I remember getting okay. there really early. Okay, okay. But yeah, I wonder if they uh, if they only did top four. No, I think that would be bad. That that would rob a lot of people of their moments Agreed. to be on stream. Agreed. So. Top eight is too established. <clears throat> 
I mean, CEO ran till what, like 1.30 or 2 a.m. Yeah. at night, right? CEO was, was worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. No, it's, it's something to definitely fix, you know? I gotta, yeah. I mean, obviously the people involved know that it's a problem, yes. but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I wanna talk with them too and see what they're, what they're planning to do. I haven't done any of that stuff yeah. yet. Well, I mean, all the side games got only top four, so Marvel only had top four on stream, yeah. you know, CBS2 had top four on stream, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. so. Yeah, I have to figure out what to do about that kind of situation. It, so. it would be greater to have fewer or shorter ad breaks you know, from what I know about the way that things work, it seems unlikely at least to have fewer. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can establish or, or sort of combine things as a little bit at least, but there are going to be ads. There's going to be a break. Yeah, yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. You can't have uh -huh. nothing. Uh -huh. But it did feel like I said like it was too long. Yeah, from a commentator standpoint as well, those breaks are are so nice. They're nice. They're nice. Absolutely. Except, like I will say, on the jump off, like every time the ad breaks came on, I got mad. Like I didn't want the break. Huh? And after the two hours was over, it just felt like the fastest thing that I've yeah. ever it's, done it in my life. It sounded fun. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, the lack of direction on that, I can see because we were just all just making dumb jokes and just like having a lot of fun. But I felt like that was a good way to really showcase the personalities and just talk about different aspects of the community and kind of get a good insight to it. And if you really did want a lot more analysis, you would go watch those streams. Like, you know, if you sure. saw like Blaze Blue cross tag, you're like, oh, well, I want to get more analysis, you would jump over to that. I definitely stream. did do that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. And that's that was kind of the intention. Right, right. right. So No, I, I like the idea <laughs> of the jump off a lot, but uh, I feel like <laughs> not having a direction is... Uh, is a negative for you guys because it, it makes it seem like there there are moments there were moments where there was so much downtime and nobody really knew what to say next oh, what to yeah, do next yeah. that it was uh -huh. it was kind of like a who are these guys not they're just sitting there right, what's going yeah, on yeah. like it, I think it's not a good look for the commentators themselves either mm -hmm. um, and and then there were there were times when you know, if nobody really knew, like if one person knew the game, which mm -hmm. definitely happens sometimes. Oh yeah, all the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that person would just kind of become the de facto commentator mm -hmm. a lot of the time, mm -hmm. and other people would maybe like tell a joke or whatever to mm -hmm. like butt mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. But uh, you could, but the person who knew the game was definitely like in commentator mode. Which right. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if you, I don't know if that needs to be the case. I feel like it's probably not mm -hmm. the ideal. Uh, as, as you said, if you if you want true commentary, you go over to that channel right. instead. Right? Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. I mean, again, I like the idea of the jump off. I just think that it could be executed a lot better. Yeah. It was also really dark. Actually, that's like actually there was like dark lighting on them. You know. Oh yeah, know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and actually, that's actually a really good point, Tack Angel. They should have just had like the stream that that game was on. So when Blaze Blue Cross Tackle battles on the jump off, it should have a big highlight like Evo, you know, slash Evo. I like it. Twitch slash Evo. I think that's actually a really, really good idea. I like it a lot. Yeah, but I mean, that's why it's named the jump off. You're supposed to watch it and jump off to other streams. Sure, you man. You know what I mean? So it's... it's yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, <laughs> that's what I started watching on Friday. And literally in the, like, 20 seconds into it, it was just like they were guys were ripping on each other, and it was just, <laughs> there was no direction. Like, what am I going to watch right, today? What's yeah, happening? Yeah. Why am I even right, watching uh -huh. the stream mm -hmm, right now? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There was none of that. So I, again, I good yeah. idea, but needs a lot of. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I was on the first segment of the jump off, I would definitely have a much stronger Evo history, Evo startup kind of thing like that. And so that's probably something to talk to the Ten O crew yeah. about and everything like that. So there you go. Well, okay. those are my thoughts. Didn't okay. love it. Yeah. Well, I good mean, job on commentary to a lot of the folks, though. I thought there was a lot of really good stuff on the mic. What would you do as a means to 
Like, what would you like to see more of? Would you just like to see, like, having more of the top 16 streamed, better scheduling, or, you know, or is this a general problem? Because, you know, I feel like that this is probably not unique to an EVO situation. Probably not. You know? So yeah, probably I'm, not. I'm wondering what the best way to do. Well, as general concerns, I would definitely say that the ads felt like they took too long. I didn't time them, so I don't know if it's different than how they've been previously, but that's certainly how they felt as a viewer. Uh, and the scheduling issues were, I, you know, I was going to save that for more precise, more specific situations, but actually that was significant throughout both Friday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, or was Marvel on Saturday, actually? Marvel was Saturday? Saturday night, night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it was uh -huh. each day that there were major scheduling problems, right, right. and that, that makes it tough as a viewer to know when to, sign, when to watch. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, there's not a countdown typically until, like, the very end for when something is going to start and you just don't like you know you turn on the stream at the supposed time oh, and nothing's NBCI going was on. Friday everyone was that was that Friday, Friday after yeah, all yeah, of it yeah, that's yeah. Right, that's right. so certainly Friday and Sunday there were problems I didn't watch enough on Saturday to know to be honest okay, I just okay. had the wedding but uh, yeah I would definitely say ads and scheduling and have a little bit more direction in the jump off but so what do you do to handle situations like arms taking two and a half hours for four I feel like that can't be so out of the blue right like that must not be that's just impossible. crazy. Yeah, it's, that's uh -huh. it's so much more that I feel like that. If you is that a known thing? Like that? I, I have no you idea. Know, that's I have no idea. Question. But but it's so much longer than what you would expect that I feel like it must be known that that's a, pl a possibility. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Right? Either that or the arms people just didn't say anything. I don't like, know. Doo -doo -doo, let's sneak in there. So I feel yeah. like that's yeah, yeah yeah. It wasn't. I mean, as James was saying, it wasn't even really Dragon Ball that took long on Sunday. It was that was about the same length of time as we expected. Right. It was it was mm -hmm. other stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people are saying that uh, arms go... So, Manny, what was it? Were the matches just really long, or was it they had too much time in between matches? Like, I'm just curious what happened, because that's actually longer than... Yeah, that is longer than CVS2. Dragon Ball's already kind of the new CVS2 at this point in sure, time. Sure, sure, yeah. People are saying that arms does wrong long. Uh -huh. It is, of course, it was a side tournament. So I'm talking about Evo Seven, which was all right. side tournaments. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That stream. And you know, this this is the thing, right? So this is the first year that they implemented Evo Seven, right? Yeah. One of the things that Wizard has always said to me is that Evo takes two years to get everything solidified and uh -huh. implemented properly. So the fact that they even had a stream for the side tournaments, I think, is super cool. I like it. Right? Sure. So, yeah, it did, definitely didn't run on time. Marvel ran super late and everything, which, I mean, weirdly was fine for me because then I got to go watch it live in person and everything like That's that. Funny. But, like, you know, sure, it's like it, it was a problem. You know, obviously it could have did better, but it's not part of the official event. It's, it's, it's all this other yeah. stuff. And so the throwing a bone to the side tournaments, which I think is super cool. And yeah. I think uh, maybe a few years later that stream will be more ironed out. I, I, I hope so. And even, even to the point where it's a brand new channel. They didn't have EVO 7 right. last year, and they had forgot to turn on archiving oh on my that God, channel really? because by default it's not on. Yeah. Right, so they created the channel. Yeah. However, the person streaming it locally recorded everything, so they still have everything in. in uh, so they didn't lose anything, but it was just like holy crap! You didn't even think about something like that. So, but yeah, so it's it was fine. So, uh, so is it true uh, that there was no water there? By the way, uh, there was none of the free water anywhere. You had to buy them. Like, right? You know that little gift shop that's right outside the elevator. I bought a bottle of water there and it was like $6, dude. So I don't think it was, I don't think it's Evo's choice. 
I think it's a Mandalay Bay. Maybe so, but that's not reasonable. Yeah, I don't know what to do um, about that. Yeah. I'm not sure what the answer to that is, except just to try to go across the street to the Walgreens over there and buy a bunch of bottled waters and bring it with you over there. Yeah. So, just as yeah. a public service, sell $2 bottles of water, right? Like, oh, God. <laughs> go, go buy them for a buck a piece, and then you sell them for 2 bucks, and you're the good guy because it's yeah, $4 cheaper. And guess what? You're Vegas definitely kicked will, out. Yeah, yeah, Vegas is definitely coming after you. Pretty sure... It was a Mandalay Bay kind of thing that, yeah. you know, they wanted you to but go. But that's, that's got to be fixed. That's just, Yeah, you know, $5 at the gift shop, six fifty in the ex in the exhibit hall. It was pretty ridiculous. It was pretty ridiculous. So a lot of people were saying that they did, they solved it by just refilling their bottles with stuff like that. Yeah. And there were no drinking fountains inside? I thought there was a drinking fountain, but I just don't know. Yeah. How that's gonna work? So, oh, you couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't carry the bottled water into the venue. You had to sneak it in there, basically. So you buy it outside and you can't take it in. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Oh, I wow. think that's All what right. it is. Okay. So, it's just stupid stuff. Then. Yeah, no drinking fountains. Okay, so. All right. Yeah, they, well, need, they need to figure something out about that. Yeah, so. I mean, again, I don't know what the issue was behind that. It may have been a Mandalay thing, but right. regardless of the cause, that you can't have that. Yeah, we got to maybe find some way to talk to the Mandalay yeah. and just be like, look, we can't do this. Yeah, can't we do can't it. do this. So. But, uh, uh, all right, well, anything else to say about general Evo review? Um, uh... Like I said, from a, uh, from a talking to a lot of people who were there for the first time and everything like that, they all seem to really enjoy it. They all seem to really have a good time. And, you know, it is an unfortunate situation that usually being there is a far preferable experience. But, of you know, one of the things that you'll learn right away going there to an event live is that everybody is so much more friendly that you know it's you get a lot of the toxicity on social media and you know just through just through seeing things through stream chat and through you know twitter and all that stuff like that but when you're there everyone's super friendly i'm still glad that evo is still fighting game community in that we you know the top players are still wandering everywhere yeah. and you just see them everywhere Agreed. and everything like that so Hopefully next year they address some of the problems on both sides of things for the people there and for the people uh, at home. Indeed. So, yeah. Indeed. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. <clears throat> okay. Well, let's talk about the results here. Results. Evo results. So do you want to start? Are we doing this in reverse order? Uh, you want to do it in the top eight order? Then? I think we should. Just, okay. I feel like okay. that's nice. All right. So let's talk about... Um, so we're not going to do any side tournaments or, or anything like that? Maybe so, top four for exhibitions and side tournaments if they have okay, them listed. Okay, do you want to talk about Soul Calibur here? I actually did watch some of it, so sure, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, seventh place. Hang on a second. Let me do something really quick. It was cool, dude. Uh, no, it was Black Hat was definitely going on this weekend. Yeah, I so heard about that. Black yeah, Hat yeah. Was, So everyone had to turn off their Wi-Fis and stuff like that. I was just like, whatever. I don't know. Seventh place was KDZ with Siegfried and Yellowtail with uh, and Yellowtail with Gro Gro. Mm -hmm. I don't even know who that character is. Uh, fifth place was Kayane with Xianghua and T Cole, victim of ritual with Ivy. Fourth place Boom with Yoshimitsu. Third place uh, Zefukai with uh, Zefukai with Sofatia Sofatia or Sofitia, however you want to pronounce it. Second place BXA Party Wolf with Killick and Gro, and first place Link RKC with Ivy. So, so Joe is happy. Yeah, definitely. His you wife know, who won. 
I feel like so I'm attached to Astaroth, who's been announced. We'll yes, discuss. yes. So you're super um, happy. Now. I, I am happy about that. But in watching Ivy, I feel like actually she probably fits my playstyle better. The long range, long range grappler. plus exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So I might when this game comes out, I definitely intend to try it out at least. And I, you know, I'm gonna try it out with Astroth first, just because he's been my boy in the past. But uh-huh. I feel like maybe Ivy is who I should would be playing. Would Ivy be like the first like? Big boob character that you would have ever used in a fighting game. I can't imagine. I can't Big picture boob. you're even using one of those like over, over, overtly sexual characters. I've, I don't think I've ever seen you use. It just it doesn't like come that. up that often because the characters that I play tend to be dudes. Right. Uh huh. There's just there aren't that many <laughs> grapplers and zoners who are women. But um, does She-Hulk count? I mean, I played She-Hulk. Is it? Oh, maybe, maybe She-Hulk. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't play Mika. Uh, Never played Laura. I didn't play Laura. Well, in new games, yeah, I haven't. Um, in even in KOFs, the gopplers I tended to play were the were the dudes, even you though they are legit. Mary or anything like that. I didn't really that. play Mary. Um, I played uh-huh. King as a zoner. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. What about like the MK games? You never played any of the girls in the MK games either, right? I played Shiva. In MKX. Oh, in MK9. Played, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, I played Cyrax and Shiva. Those are my two characters in that okay, game. Okay. Pretty opposite ends of the tier chart. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, she's basically naked, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not the okay. most attractive character, but she's basically naked. Yeah, I mean, anyway. she has four arms. That's pretty cool. So. Yeah. <laughs> she was not good. <laughs> uh, I did play Chrome Dome, of course. Yes, Chrome Dome. You saw that they had a... Dude, they actually have a TMNT Tournament Fighters tournament there. And uh, I think uh, who won that one? It was Lord Somebody BBH. From New York. Lord BBH won that one. Who I ran into at the Pinball Museum, by the way. Wow. Who I also played in the Marvel Superheroes tournament at CES before it was E3. He went there hoping that there was nobody else there that knew how to play the game. Okay. And I showed up and I and I got first place. Oh, got dang. Second place and uh, I got all these. I got a free copy of Resident Evil One and all these other things like that from them. So it was actually kind of funny. But there was nobody there. It was only businessmen and me. Yeah, and for BBH. sure. That yeah. It's it just the two of us. So I've always heard about the New York uh, scene for TMNT, but all right. Yeah. But they actually said that they are working on. Uh, Lord BBH actually said they're working on uh, like a balance patch to it, I like heard about like that, a yeah. like a mod to it, and they're yeah. gonna like add some characters or something heard, crazy. Oh, like I didn't that. know about that. Part. I don't know how are they drawing their own sprites yeah, or whatever, dude. It's crazy, it's crazy. dude. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Injustice, which was the first of the major top eight right. official game top eight. Mm-hmm. Seventh better. place was Methods Silverai with Hellboy. And uh, seventh place was BC Biohazard with Cheetah, Starfire, and Black Manta. Uh, fifth place was PG Hayate. She also played Bane, but not in top eight. Okay. PG Hayate with Robin, of course. And uh, fifth place, Noble Samij with Catwoman. Uh, fourth place, Big D with Poison Ivy. Coming, I'm not coming so out of sick. nowhere, but surprisingly. Honestly, lot. kind of. Yeah, because he also, because on the jump off, we saw him send Honeybee to losers like in pools. Yep. So yep. I mean, what's his what's his his story? What's he done? Uh, you know, he like got top eight in MKX with uh-huh. uh, with Ermac, who was not considered very strong at the time. Um, he's a he's a really good player, but he hasn't been playing that much. So 
Hard to say that it's it's out of the blue because he has been good in the past, but he just hadn't been playing injustice like that. So right. this is just like one of those days where like everything's firing on all cylinders. You know, you're just like in God mode for whatever yeah, 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 yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He okay, had that okay. day. You know. Okay. Okay. Well, top four. There you go. With Poison Ivy, not considered a strong character, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Um, ended up probably mid, something like that. Oh, right, not, right, not, right. not bad yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. She thinks she got buffed significantly. But not one of those characters you're going to be seeing at top eights a lot, basically. No. Yeah. Uh, third place, Sonic Fox. Echo Fox, Sonic Fox with Firestorm, Red Hoods, Starfire, not his real character, <laughs> and Black Manta. Second place, Noble Tweety on fire yes. right now. Dr. Fate and Starfire, and of course, in his infamous uh, mid-match pop-off to Sonic Fox. That was yeah. awesome. Uh, and first place, Noble Rewind. Yeah. So all three of the Noble boys in top eight here, they had a great weekend. They had a Blue fantastic Beetle, weekend. Firestorm, Black Adam, Catwoman. Obviously, Rewind is a good player. Yes. But I don't feel like I've seen him like in that top three spot Dude, all the time. Dude, uh, no, not, not all the time at all. In fact, his first major top eight was Combo Breaker. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. I mean, he's been playing online, but okay, he's like okay. 17. He's really young. Mm-hmm. And his... His major training partner. So the major training partners are Rewind, Sonic Fox, Samage. Okay, they, they okay. play together all the time. Oh, all okay, of them are top okay, five. Okay, like okay. they're just all super, super good. All young, all very strong. Um, I, you know, look at all the characters used in that top eight. That was an incredible list that yeah. we just mentioned. Uh, so almost no repeats except for a Starfire mirror match. Yeah, and, which one of them got blown out? Yeah, and Tweety was like, "Pick your real character." <laughs> for sure. Yeah, uh, uh, and they use even more than that because Biohazard got into top eight mostly with Bane. And if you look at ninth, Gur, Adam, Buffalo with Sub Zero and Michelangelo, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Hiller, Kira, Hero Killer Stain with Cyborg. Gross with Black Adam and Green Lantern, like uh, like half of the cast was right. used in the top. Hey, Honeybee made it all the way back to thirteenth place despite yeah. getting sent to losers in pools. Good it was, stuff. It, honestly, it was su- super super good tournament for the game. And Callisto says that the only reason why he probably didn't have those results is because Sonic Fox always gate kept him. Rewind. Big part yeah. of it, uh-huh. definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. But Rewind's okay. been killing it on online tournaments, right. and that's that actually yeah, is relevant yeah, in this sure, game for sure. So, so I, I really enjoyed it, uh, what I got to see anyway. Um, I haven't gone back, well, I haven't been able to go back and watch because it's not on YouTube yet, but I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Oh, for the rest of the top eight that you had to turn off on. Correct. <laughs> but you heard about the Tweety Sonic Fox interaction. I did. I saw the YouTube cl- yeah, the, uh, yeah, Twitch the, clip yeah, later. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff to Tweety, though, because that guy definitely Very good. turned it up and maintained it, too, which is the important thing. Because a lot of times you go and win an event or get second place, and then you just disappear, right? But he has been consistent for the big three events this this Crazy recently. consistent. Yeah. Uh, he's been in grand finals each time. He got mm-hmm. first, second, and second. And he started top eight in losers. Yep. Shout out to him. Anyway, let's move on. Blaze Blue cross tag battle. Only one U.S. player making it to top eight. So a lot of people were talking about, you know, like, oh, what's it gonna be like? You know, Japan, America, a lot of different mindsets, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it looks like. Japan might have been right on a lot of these things. <laughs> so in seventh place, we got Deddy White Rock with Yang and Waldstein, and Gouda with Gordo and New 13. Uh, in fifth place was CAG Fenri- Fenrich with Jin and Hyde, and GGP Hori Kazunoko with Ruby and Gordo. Plays the boringest characters every time. <laughs> Ruby and Gordo. Woo! Yeah, trust me, dude. Ugh. Did you see that people discovered that yes. there's a little glitch on that that made them more invincible than they should be? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fourth place, Koji KOG with Wildstein and My Sparrow. boy! 
you did you I mean on the jump off we kept mentioning you every time Koji oh, was on stream it. and every time he won you know I was just like we would watch a match and he would lose and I was like wait 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 I would interrupt everyone I was like I think I heard a fart noise from, from New York. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. But uh, third place, Graft.be, Dora Bang with Hazma New 13. Second place, PAG Fame 96 with you and Jin, the U.S. player who made it all the way there, who sniped my stream one point in time. He got the James Chen boost. Yeah, exactly. I actually well, I talked to him afterwards. He, he came okay. up to me. I was like, hey, how's it going? We talked and everything like that. So, uh, But great job to him, man. He was on fire. He was playing super, Very super well. But first place was Heiho with Ruby and Gordo. The awesome, super exciting team scythe, you know. I mean, it's it, you know, it's a very <laughs> effective team, and I don't think any team is boring in that game. I think they're all kind of fun, but you know, it's definitely it's very oppressive. He was using the tech you were talking about, yeah, which makes uh, things invincible uh, 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 um, when they probably shouldn't be. Right. Uh, so they were saving that tech for Evo. They were, and apparently like that, yeah. some North American players knew about it too. Yeah. But well, one, the one person who talked about it was like, "I was saving correct. it too." <laughs> correct. So it was not commonly known. Yeah, but what's interesting about this though is that, um, and not just because I use the character, but I just had a vested interest in where Blake was going to stand. Yeah. Right. But if we go into ninth place, we see. Uruza with Yosuke Waldstein, Kame with Yu Hyde, ninth uh, Elyon with Jubei Ragna, there's HZK Ryu Ryo with Carmen Jin, 13th place was Omnisize with Orie Ruby, Shinku with Yang Ruby, uh, Uri with Orie Hakuman and Orie New 13, Yoshimoto Kubo with Hyde and Ruby. There is no Blake in top 16. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that is surprising, but yeah. Yeah, I mean. It's because her jump B is bad. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Bam! No, just kidding. No, it's not bad. It's not bad. But it's it's really it was really interesting for me to see that kind of results because US was so high on the character, and so yeah, I man. really wanted to see what what that character was gonna do. Just because I just don't have time to use non top tier characters. These uh, days. <laughs> it was it was interesting character select wise. Um, there were three walls in top nine. Mm -hmm. I think he's strong, but I don't think I expected that. Mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, you know, obviously not so surprised to see a couple of gins, a few rubies. Um, I was surprised to see a couple of news. Mm -hmm. I felt like she, mm -hmm. like I didn't think she was as strong as I at first thought. Maybe I was wrong about that. Uh, and I'm also surprised to see three gourds in top eight. A character who I think is strong, but I didn't think was top tier. And then I think in using that sort of invincible switch mm -hmm, tech, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that makes him oh, yeah, super yeah, useful. Yeah. Uh, super especially because Grim Reaper is a soft knockdown 100% of the time. Yeah. Like, if you could be a Grim Reaper late in the combo and the guy would flip, dude, the thing covers the whole screen. Yeah. It's going to pick up every assist. Like, I'm trying to learn Yuzuriha right now, right? And, like, I'm trying to set this thing up and everything, and I'm my, I'm using Jube uh, mm. on the side, cool, man. and I can't get the proper juggle with this, and I just keep thinking to myself, why don't I just pick Gordo? Who hits the whole screen and gives me a free juggle afterwards? You know, Yuzuriha doesn't have any problem hitting anybody full screen with a super, you right. know, and stuff. So, uh, almost makes me want to just pick up Gordo for the hell hey. of it. So, but we'll see. Yeah, Gordo was super good. Uh, that was really fun to watch, you yeah. know. And and Koji Kog did a super good job. He he, I think does a good job of showing that team's strengths. Mm -hmm. um, I still think there's things that he could be doing that he's not doing. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a way better player than me. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like there were some times when he didn't do some tech that I've seen 
like Jan do, I do, mm-hmm. a couple of other players who mm-hmm. use the same team do. So I feel like that team has a, has a high ceiling. Yeah, it's not yeah. there yet. And um, the cool part about it, Fame, you know, he won in winner's side. Yes, He said awesome. hey-ho to losers. And I actually got a little clip of the crowd, and the crowd was going nuts. The crowd was insane. It was beautiful stuff. That's what I'm talking about. It was beautiful stuff. So really happy for him. He did get kind of beat up in grand finals all yeah. of a sudden because it looked like hey-ho just kind of figured things out a little bit. But shout-outs to Heho as well, because he won that, and he won Unist as well. He was holding up... Oh, no, no, he got second. He got second. He was holding up the Unist tournament because he was in both of them, so it was actually kind of funny. But, yeah, the crowd was amazing. Probably one of the loudest crowds I heard all weekend. Oh, good stuff. Okay, cool. Sunday, yeah. Cool. And so, you know, again... As a viewer there, the Sunday finals were actually legit. Like, I'm sorry, the Saturday, Saturday finals were actually legit and super exciting. So Yeah, no, I, I've never said that I think Saturday is not cool yeah, for it people just doesn't in attendance. Get, it just doesn't get the viewership, right? Right, stream viewership. if we can start changing that culture, it'll take a while. But I don't think people, it's You don't think so? As long as there's other stuff going on at the same time. Yeah, like Street Fighter semis yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway. Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. Oh. Oh boy, oh boy. Okay, seventh place, Yoshimoto Choco with Zero Suit Samus, CND Raito with Duck Hunt. Fifth place was W2W Mr. E with Lucina and PG MVD with Diddy Kong. Third place, EMG Mistake with Bayonetta. Third place, DNG Niatono, Naitono, Niatono, Diddy Kong, and Sheik. Second place, Captain Zack with Bayonetta. First place, Lima with Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. So, Talk remember to me. when we did our stream, our pre-Evo stream, we asked how many Bayonettas that we thought would end up on uh, top eight. We had TK Breezy. Yeah, on. and I think TK Breezy said like three to four. I think you're something. right, actually. He yeah, said yeah. three to four, and not only did we end up with three, but they finished top four. And, uh, and, uh... The audience was not happy. No. In fact, when Niatono finally lost yeah. and they left, two bayonetas left, there was a, a deluge of people leaving and the people were booing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even just that they were necessarily rooting for Niatono. I think they were just rooting against Bayonetta. Right. And to the point where, I mean, we'll talk about this a yeah, lot we'll more during the 5 5, but like. Uh, they were booing everybody to the point where Captain Zack, after well, the match, I think that he beat Niatono, he just flipped everybody off yeah. afterwards. And then when him and Lena got started for grand finals, they just like started charging a shot. Neither of them played, and they just were like chatting and laughing and stuff like that. Indeed. Made people even more mad. And so there's definitely a lot of. Not looking good. But yeah, we'll talk about drama. this later on. Yeah. But, uh, you know. <laughs> That that I guess is not to be not unexpected is what TK Breezy thought would happen that there would be that many bayonetas mm-hmm, in top eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go down a little bit further, there's more variety. I mean, a couple of Rosalina, Lumas, Luigi, Mario, Corin. I mean, Olimar. Yeah, Olimar, P- Pikachu there, Mario. So so there was there was more just outside of the top eight, but that is who ended up in top eight, and that's just, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. strong character. And Bear had to go up and tell the guys, "You have to play, or we're disqualifying yeah. you." And they're like, "Oh, okay." He actually play. showed them the rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciated that. Yeah. I mean, both of them are very young as well. Both of them right. are under eighteen, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, are they? That yeah, young? I think like oh, sixteen, dang. and I think one was sixteen, the other was like fifteen or something oh, no. crazy wow, like that. Okay. Yeah, it was something crazy like that. They're both super super young. So they're like, okay, and then they played for real at that yeah. point in time. Otherwise, they were going to forfeit their yeah. prizes and everything. Yeah. Like They would have been Soul Calibur all over again from 2000. 15 years ago. <laughs> actually, 15 four, years ago. Yeah, 2004, ago. 2004, okay. something like Actually, no, I think it, might it, have been right, 03. I think it was 03. It was definitely 03 that it happened. So. <laughs> 
But yeah, it's it's crazy stuff. Now the only thing I'll say to that is that well, won't have to worry about that next year most likely. So probably so. Unless uh, the character's not nerfed significantly yeah, she's in still Ultimate. Really good. So. Okay, we move on. Guilty Gear Rev 2. This is now Sunday. These were the Sunday games. Mm -hmm. Top 8 started at 8 a.m. Every year, every year, one American player makes it in there. Right. It was uh, uh, Elven Shadow. Then it was Marlin Pie. Okay. Then last year, it was Kid Viper, I believe, was the one okay. who did it. And this year, it was Lost Soul. Long right. Nation, Lost Soul. Justin's still sponsoring him to every tournament. In fact, Justin was like, can someone pick him up so I can save money? <laughs> Seventh place was Fumo with Elfelt, and Mikado's Teresa with Jam Corradoberry, who, Teresa, of course, has been traveling all over the United States. He's been enjoying right, a super that. emotional guy. Like, oh, yeah? Every time he loses, like, the whole audience feels bad because he just gets this look on his face like, <laughs> okay. Like, oh my, you just watch him lose and you're just like, God, yeah. well, I wish you would. You yeah. Know? Uh, okay. And then uh, fifth place, Yoshimoto Zadi with Raven, one of the strongest Ravens in Japan, and Lion with Kai Kisk. Fourth place, Nage, former Evo champion with Faust. Right. Uh, no, I, well, he was Evo Japan champion, I should say. Okay. Uh, third place, WN Wong Nation lost soul. Elfell in third place. All right. Good job to him. For sure. Good job to him in a game where we just have no history of making it that high at Evo. You know, usually they get in and then they just lose in seventh place, right? So shout outs to Lost Soul, 100%. So, and then second place, Surugaya uh, Machabo, former Evo champion, Kai Kis. But back to back champion now is Omito. With Johnny. Right. Back to back champion. Not an easy thing to do. Didn't they buff his character in between? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm no yeah, expert. I'm but no, yeah, he, yeah. It's just like, it's not even necessarily buff. It's just they keep giving him cool little things for everything they take away from him yeah. so that he never goes moves from his tier spot. All right. He's basically just been the best character for like the last three patches. Sick. So, you know, him and Sin, and everyone's like, where's the nerf? Yeah. Where's the nerf? Yeah. You know? So. Anyway, I mean, still, that's difficult to do so congrats to Omito that's, that's yeah, impressive rare exactly. to see back to back Evo champs nowadays yeah and you know uh, I didn't get a chance to see it it was at 8 in the morning I woke up at 8 o'clock I turned on my phone and I passed right back out well because I was at the Twin Galaxy thing that thing went until like 2.30 at night and then by the time I got back to my room after running into a bunch of people and saying hi and everything it was like 4 a.m. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I did the same. Whenever I had commentary on Sunday, I would always make sure that I go to sleep early and that means, and wake up late yeah. to, just to make sure uh -huh. that I'm like, I'm up for commentary, right? right? So mm -hmm. it's it's work, I got it. Yeah. yeah, so I had to make sure I was sleeping sure. and, and, and well-rested for Street Fighter, for sure. so... Oh, but I need to go back, and I'll probably do that. I'll probably watch it on stream with okay. everybody else, and then we nice. can all just hang out. By the way, everybody's saying that, in fact, Zidane was the guy who got top eight first Oh, you're, you're right. You're right. It was Zidane the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you guys are right. It was Zidane. That's right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's cool seeing the rest of who just made it outside. Kizuke, Kazunoko, Elven Shadow, N, is that it? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, Hotashi, another strong USL felt player. Kadako, like the best uh, Japanese May player. Daru Ino right. from Korea, he was like the the big non-Japanese Asian hope was Daru, and then Kid Viper, of course, in uh, seventh and thirteenth place with Johnny. 
So shout outs to all those guys. Yeah, everybody's talking about uh, Waxel, Mike Ross. You know, it yeah. is it is cool to see him playing video games. Waxel, because it's a it's a pun on Axel. For sure, yeah. Wax uh, Axel. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, it's, okay. it's definitely funny. Uh, I don't want to make too big of a deal out of it because I don't want I don't think that's what he would want. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He wants to be—he uh-huh. wants to just be a dude playing video games, and I, mm-hmm. I respect that. I think, but it's very cool to see him around again. Yeah, I mean, he says that he's been practicing that game a lot. And he, he's been playing. I've seen yeah, him go to locals. Yeah, he even said like when he showed up there, he was like, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna like do well." Yeah. He's like, "I'm, I'm." He's like, he had every intention. Of, I mean, like, he got what third at the at um the uh, the Arizona tournament. What's it called? Oh, undefeated. Undefeated. Oh, he got third or fourth or something. Okay, he was okay, certainly okay. top eight. Nice, nice. Anyway, okay. cool to see. All right, we move on. Super Smash Brothers Melee, 7th place, OG Swedish Delight with Sheik. 7th uh, place also, uh, Tempo S2J with Captain Falcon. 5th place, Wizrobe with Captain Falcons. It's two Captain Falcons in top eight. Cool. I mean, it's a good character, but still. 5th uh, place also, C9 Mango with Falco. Uh, and running almost exclusively Falco these days. So 4th uh, place, Liquid Hungry Box, uh, Hungry Box with, I was about to say Jiggly Buff. Hungry Pox with Jiggly Buff. Hungry, Hungry Box Pox. with oh Jiggly Puff. Third place, PG Plup, who really is just up there now with Sheik. Second place, uh, Alliance Armada with Peach and Fox. And first place, TSM Leffen with Fox. And we'll address this a little bit more. Who's going to take part of his prize money and pass it down to Swedish Delight and S2J. Beautiful. And, uh, yeah, like the he was carried off on like people's shoulders or Indeed. something like that. So, yeah, congratulations to Leffen taking it, really. He's always been in the god-killer status. He was never considered one of the gods. I, I don't know if the Smash community is going to say that this officially cements yeah, him, you know, know, with, uh, you know, unfortunately, PPND not really playing anymore maybe what, what Bobby said on stream Bobby Scar was that uh, there just are this is his opinion anyway was that there are just five gods and mm-hmm. it's just it's sort of historical yeah, and in yeah, the same yeah. sense that there's five gods of Japanese fighting right, games right yeah. even though they're maybe not the best nowadays they're all still good by the way mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm, they're not yeah, he wouldn't call Nuki like the best. He's not a god of yeah, modern yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But historically, uh-huh. it's just it's the same title. Right. Uh-huh. And he said that in his view, like it's not you know don't keep on applying to new players. It's just like a historical thing. Right. So. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's um, fair. But yeah, no, it was really fun to watch. Um, as an aside, I think it's hilarious that there were it was an all Swedish grand finals, but <laughs> Swedish delight got seventh place. Uh, <laughs> I just think that's funny. That is kind of funny, actually. Uh, it was really, really fun to watch. Um, Falcon was doing work. That was pretty cool. You know, I like seeing Jigglypuff do work. That was really cool. And um, I heard Hungrybox wasn't happy when he lost. He was not happy when he lost. But uh, who was especially not happy when he lost was Plup, because Plup got uh, eaten alive. Um, oh, really? Just Armada? Yeah, and <sighs> horribly. Um, and he said later, I just I saw a tweet from him today or yesterday that said that he had a panic attack and that it was, Dang. you know, it was bad news. It was just, oh my God, I'm on top third, like I'm on third, like I guess, you know, finals. I, could... I don't know the details, but, but yeah, that, that was part of what was going on, mm-hmm. that it wasn't just that he lost. It was like, because, I mean, you could even see it the way that he was playing. He actually was, he looked good in the first game. And then in, by the time that he lost, he was just, everything was going bad. I don't even right. play the game, and like I could yeah. see that he's not playing well. Mm-hmm. So you that do, definitely sucks. It's, it's crazy, because a lot of times when people watch fighting games, you know, 
as a as a spectator, of course you know the pressure's there. Of course you know the kind of stakes that are at hand. But until you feel it, oh my god, like it is ridiculous. Like there's a reason why there are people like me who play terribly on stream. Yeah. You just go on stream and all of a sudden your brain just shifts into a completely different mode all of a sudden. I still remember like I would play my one of my best friends who was visiting me at Evo, Jason, like he never entered tournaments. Right. But when you play him, he just does a lot of stupid things. He doesn't care. He's yeah. just kind of trolly, whatever like yeah. that. And then he finally entered an Alpha 3 tournament at Southern Hills Golf Land. And while he was playing, he did nothing that he normally did. Okay. He was going for stupid things that I've never seen him go for okay. before. You know, it's just weird. It's like your brain shuts yeah, yeah. off. And yeah. it's a weird situation. And it's like a lot of people don't realize how hard that is to fight. And, yeah. you know, one of my biggest advices to everybody who's like, how do you get over nerves when you play on stream? And my answer is always you don't. Some people never do, man. Yeah, the top players are always nervous. Oh, always, oh, of course. Yeah, of course they're always that. nervous yeah. when they jump on stream and play their matches and everything like that. It's just you have to channel it right. in a certain way. It's you have you to figure it. out how to shoot it down a path where it doesn't affect you, you right. know what I mean? So or not negatively anyway. Or, or, yeah, or it helps right. you, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, you know, Pluck <clears throat> has been in high-profile situations in the past. So why why was it caused this time as opposed to another time? You know, it's not necessarily like a logical mm -hmm. thing always. Sometimes it just happens. So I hope it's something he gets figured out. Dang, I see Bloodhawk and Curly W saying that they met each other at Evo. How have those two guys never met each other before? That's crazy to me. So I don't know. I feel like they don't travel <laughs> to that many things. Yeah, so. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they they're involved. They're big you know FGC players mm -hmm, mm -hmm. guys involved anyway. Um, oh, Bloodhawk's still a player. Yeah. Anyway, sure. uh, Grand Finals is really good. Shout out to Leffen. I really enjoyed watching him play. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm happy for him, too. And uh, uh, Bobby Scar had this uh, really good analogy at the end of it where uh -huh. he likened Leffen to Venom in the Marvel Universe, where he pops up onto the scene and he's just a villain and he's just like kind of a crappy villain and everybody hates him. And then as he like sticks around, sometimes he's even an anti-hero. Right, sometimes he actually yeah. helps the heroes, uh -huh, right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. And he ends up not being that bad of a guy. <laughs> I thought that was really good. Actually, really funny. Yeah. yeah. No, Leffen is cool. Again, you know, he's a guy who's really embraced a lot of the FGC. He's played a lot of Marvel. He's played a lot of Dragon oh, yeah. Ball. Although, what's cool about him winning this is that he sacrificed all of his Dragon Ball for Melee. Right. They actually said that he, before Evo, he was like, okay, done with Dragon Ball for now. I'm just focusing on Melee. And it paid off. So, shout outs to him. I saw an interview with him done by... <laughs> we are Leffen. Um, is it Jacob Wolf? Jacob ESPN Wolf, guy? yeah. 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 Uh -huh. um, where Leffen was saying that when he you know, was younger and was acting out in the scene, he just he was going through like a depressive period in his life and things weren't going well for him mm -hmm. and he was like acting out as a result. Yep. And as he's gotten older and he's gotten kind of in a better state of mind and he's had his other things going for him as opposed to mm -hmm. just Melee, which was an outlet for him. Right. Like he's, you know, settled down. So Yeah, I mean look, a lot of cool, that's, it's why a lot of times when you see those players, and I know a lot of people, you know, didn't like Leffing because he was the heel and everything yeah. like that, but a lot of times you really have to understand there's so much going on sure. behind the scenes, you know. I mean, with a player like that. So hearing that makes me even more happy for Leffen, make me even more proud for Leffen, and now I'm getting emotional. So let's move on to Tekken 7 here. I mean, I don't know the guy's <laughs> life, but that, that's what he said on the interview. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. Anyway, here we go. Okay. Uh, seventh place, AMD uh, for Tekken 7. Uh, AMD Chiri Chiri with Shaheen. 
uh, seventh place, Kuaz Naroma with, uh, uh, I mean, C-O-O-A-S, I don't know what that stands for, with Jack7 and Dragonov. Fifth place, Alpha Red Book with Jin. And fifth place, first on Rangchu with Panda. Mm -hmm. Made cool. it up there with Panda. Fourth place, Echo Fox JDCR with Dragonov. Third place, ITS. Lil Majin Sick. with King. Sick. I actually saw him up up, up in the up, up in the suites. Oh, you know, because they had to sign all the paperwork to get their prize money and everything like huh. that. I gave him a hug. I yeah. told him I was super proud of him. That was probably the first time that weekend that I started crying. Aww. So because I was just so happy for him because he and he was just and he was like thank you. He really appreciated it and everything like that. But that guy played out of his mind. Very good. He's so cool. Like and. He really fun to watch. So cool. He really, but, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh -huh. It was really fun to watch. Yeah, and second place was UIU Kudans with Devil Jin. Could not repeat the Tekken World Tour Championship. But first was first in Low High with Shaheen and Law, mostly Shaheen. And uh, I do believe this is like one of his first major wins. I, I'm not 100% sure, but. Uh, yeah, uh, someone can actually let me know, but dude, Lil Majin was the story, obviously, to me. D to have Lil Majin and Lost Soul make third place in games almost consistently dominated by Asian players, right. Asian-born players, right. was really, really awesome. For sure. And, and, and a good sign, in my opinion. So that was his first EVO? Uh, right, yeah, I remember hearing about that. That was the first time that he went to EVO. Uh, so he has won a major before, but that was his first time at EVO, so obviously okay, his first okay. EVO win. Right. And then, of course, everyone keeps joking that Negan is going to be a hard counter to the Koreans, and I'm like, oh. I don't understand. You don't know the joke? Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> I had to Google who he was. <laughs> Man. Okay. Um... But yeah, good stuff. It was really fun to watch, yeah, man. Yeah, Tekken good. is such a good spectator game, and I had a blast. Even though I'm no expert at that game by any stretch, I just really enjoy watching it. Yeah. It's so fun to watch. Uh -huh, uh -huh. They have done... And really good commentary, too. Um, you know, Eris, you can always count on. But uh, I really enjoyed, I want to highlight in particular, that I loved watching um, MK, M MYK and Rixta... Oh yeah. Okay. Night. Cool. Cool. I thought they knocked it out of the park. Like cool. that was some of the okay. best of the weekend. I, I, I have. I haven't got a chance to hear. Really that. Okay. Cool. Cool. But yeah. No. I was. I even had a chance to talk to Michael Murray a little bit, and I was just telling him, I was like, "You guys are killing it on the tech in front. Yeah. You know, especially from the." Uh, the, the viewability angle and now in season two we'll talk about that a little bit later but yeah. they're adding like these crazy ass wall bounces yeah. and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that I was just like what but he even said he was like yeah we've we actually took the time to go and like really pay attention to see what makes a fighting game viewable you know what I mean and that Good was stuff. something that they really concentrated on and Mission you know what accomplished. yeah they abs are like great because then if they took the time they have definitely succeeded the numbers are going up and everything like that they absolutely deserve everything that they're getting right now that's so. not just a big part of why the viewers are up the stream viewers are up but it's why there are more entrants too. Right, yeah, like people uh, watch the stream and they're like, "This looks really fun. Right. I want to play." Exactly. It's there's exactly. a clear relationship. And you know, I've talked about it a million times. Yeah. You know, with Street Fighter, with yeah. with Injustice. Oh, with for sure with Marvel Injustice. versus Capcom. For know, sure with Marvel. With Dragon Ball, it's all not a shock that the games that are presented well. The only game that kind of flies in the face of that is Guilty Gear, but that's just because Guilty Gear. I, I think, think it's is, beautiful, really. Right, but not a lot of people play. 
play it. Not as much as the I other see, games, right? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, have okay. the same kind of success as like Tekken and Dragon Ball, for example. But it's also just a really tough game to get into. Sure. It's just it's really hard to get into. A little more in the weeds. <clears throat> yep. And then, of course, there was Dragon Ball Fighters. With uh, seventh place was Yoshimoto Kubo with Grohan 16 and uh, uh, SS Goku. Uh, Super Noon NRG, who actually no, that was the first time I cried the weekend. Oh, nice! Yeah, when Super it wasn't even just when Super Noon won. It's, it's when uh, it's when uh, it's what um, uh, Katana Prime said on stream. He something. It was something like you know, like you know, how can you not? feel what we're feeling as that, players yeah. and stuff like that and I was just listening to that and while watching Super Noon crying and I just got all emotional and I started crying when I saw that So Good on moment. Twitter so yeah but shout out to Super Noon Kid Boo Cell SS Vegeta 5th place W2W No Kami from the, from the New York region well uh, he's from <clears throat> North Carolina he now lives in New York um, he has only been traveling for a little while. Uh, like, I helped him get his W2W contract. That oh, was, cool. That was, like, last month. Okay, Like, okay. it's, like, super recent that he's even been able to travel in this way. Right. And then he got top eight at something he went to, Defend the North, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he got top eight at Evo. Like, yeah. amazing, amazing yeah. run. Very uh, impressive. Android 21, Cell, as well as Goku Black, and then Cell, Kid Buu, and Zamasu. Uh, fifth place was GGP Hori Kazunoko. He tied with Kazunoko, dude, with Kid Buu, Grohan, and Yamcha. Fourth place was Ponos Moke with Kid Buu, Cell, and Trunks. Third place, CAG Fenrich with Cell, Bardock, and SS Vegeta. Second place, CAG Goichi with Cell, Bardock, and SS Vegeta. First place, Echo Fox, Sonic yeah. Fox, Bardock, Zamasu, and 16. Yeah. Of course, there was the USA, very, USA, very USA. infamous uh, icing situation yeah. that happened. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, that. about that a little bit later. USA, USA. <laughs> but good job to Sonic Fox, probably winning the event that meant the most to him for ever sure. in his life. You for know, sure, I mean, for he sure. He was definitely excited about this one because uh, he wanted to definitely prove a point and make sure people knew that he was one of the best. And I got to turn on the air conditioner. It's too hot. It is, it's too hot. It is here. killing me right when now. When I first got into this room, James asked if I wanted if I wanted to keep the uh, air conditioner on and uh-huh. I was like I'm fine I even had that hoodie on uh-huh. <laughs> boy can't do it it is not going to happen here, uh, yeah no he, he it was very important to him he's never had a struggle in the same way that he has in in Dragon Ball mm-hmm. I mean ta- calling it a struggle is silly he's made top 8 every time usually he's in grand finals Oftentimes mm-hmm. he wins but his previous history is like he always wins or like almost always anyway mm-hmm. so when he lost to Goichi at final round I feel like that in looking back was probably one of the most important moments of his FGC career yeah. because that's the moment where he thought where he realized I actually have to study I actually have to do stuff <laughs> I, you know I really got to spend time right. and he did and here's the here's the mm-hmm. result amazing Oh, man. But, yeah, good stuff to all the guys there. Really proud of uh, Super Noon getting up there in top eight. Definitely the moment of his lifetime, you know, qualifying there, doing so by beating uh, Aqua, who beat Hook Gang God. Right. So he actually got revenge for his NRG compatriot there. Didn't he have to beat Hook Gang God, too, or something like <laughs> Did that? Did he? Oh, I don't even remember. I don't, I don't even remember. So. Uh, all right. Well, there was Dragon Ball. I thought it was, um, look... It's not my favorite game to watch, all right? It's <laughs> getting long, and someone counted yes. 
53 Bardock, 55 Bardock level threes top, for top a total of like, it was like seven minutes. It's like seven minutes or something like you that. You know, yeah. but the storylines are awesome, and mm-hmm. I'm really happy for all the players involved. It's it's a very difficult game to play well. Yes. Even if it's, I, I feel, not the most exciting game. So I, I respect that a lot, and uh, congrats to everybody. It was, it was fun, very fun as a mm-hmm. set of storylines. Yeah, the crazy part about this, and we'll talk about this a little bit more as well in the announcement section probably, even though it wasn't an official announcement, but the patch just came out. And they did nerf some of the stronger characters yeah. and everything like that. I'm looking so forward to new Some Dragon. people are actually worried, though, that the game might be longer now. Oh! Because... Good characters were nerfed a little bit. Wow, okay. So, I mean, there should have been, like, an overall damage hike, in my opinion, in the game. Just blue life. Come on, man. Blue life. Or make it so that when you're sparking, you still take a little bit more damage. Maybe a little more damage. then maybe, maybe raw level three shouldn't be. Isn't it entirely blue light yeah, yeah, damage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If a maybe combo starts that. with like level three or something like that. If it starts with yeah. any invincible, actually. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. anyway, let's uh-huh. talk about this stuff later. Okay, okay. And then of course the last game was Street Fighter V Arcade Edition, seventh place. Rise Kaba mm-hmm. was one of your picks. Indeed, he was my dark it, horse pick. Yeah, he was your dark horse pick. So uh, seventh place, also the only U.S. player in there. The cool kid Woo-hoo. with Abigail. Woo-hoo. Shout outs to Cool Kid. I yes. mean, that's so awesome. Awesome. Dude. Good job to him. Uh, fifth place was Fudo's Fujimura, uh, which was one of the standard picks. Of course. You know, with Ibuki. My pick and, to win uh, it. And BJKE RB Luffy with Armika. Yeah. So good job to him. Uh, he basically took over my phenom choice for the two UK guys that I thought would do really well, EU. though. The EU guys, you're right. Sorry, my bad. Fourth place, Gachakun. Unsponsored Gachakun Crazy. with Rashid. He'll, he'll be sponsored. Yeah. Third place, CYG BST Fudo with Armika. Woo. Second place, Echo Fox Tokido with Akuma. And first place, Mouse Esports Problem X Woo. from the UK. I was so happy. And uh, I honestly am not sure I feel like anybody deserves it more than him Mm -hmm. because of the amount of work that he's been putting in. He travels more than anybody Mm -hmm. else. And I said it on commentary, too. Last year when uh, Tokido reset the bracket on Punk, I was like, Punk's done. Yeah. Like, I just felt like it was done. But this year when he reset the bracket on Problem X, I was like, I think Problem X can still win this. Yeah, I was like, I don't get the same sense of this at all. I'm with you. You know, and that's... That's the kind of mental fortitude, the mental strength that I saw from Problem X. And just from his attitude, his facial expression, and all that yes. stuff like that, I didn't see the worry in it. I didn't see the nerves. And it didn't feel like the matches were lopsided in any way or anything like that. But tell me this. How different do you think it would have been if Fudo didn't send Tokido into loser's bracket early? What if, because Tokido won the first set against Problem X, right? Okay. He would have had went on to face Problem X on winner's side. Okay. And if he won, he would have sent Problem X on loser's side. So it would have been a little different. There. Well, you know, but, could be. You know, but Fudo, uh, shout-outs to Fudo. That guy has been having a slump recently. recently, And so I'm super happy to see him get third place That's here right. and try to get out of that slump. By the way, the sickest individual moment I felt throughout all of Top 8 was, and maybe this is known, I don't even know, was when Fudo punished Tokido's mid-range fireball with... Uh, Nadeshko call EX wingless over there and Nadeshko hits he's recovered from EX wingless stand strong rest of the combo yeah. 
<laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Amazing. Like I, I, my, right. that was the biggest, the best moment to me. Right, Amazing right. play. Amazing play. And then, um, what was that? There was something else. Oh, dude. And then also, I still love it when Tokido and Fudo played the second time and Tokido took off the headset mm -hmm. and said something to him and then they just started laughing. I really just feel like Tokido was like, you're dead meat. <laughs> <laughs> I really just feel like Dang. that right now, dude. But yeah. Um, yeah, so Tokido, Tokido couldn't handle the devil's reverse at all. Like, he was having a lot of trouble with That's that. Good. So. good move. But, uh, good Tokido stuff. gets grand finals again. I mean, he got grand finals last year. Of course, he won Evo. Right. He got second place at Capcom Cup. He got second place again at Evo. Mm -hmm. These are the three biggest tournaments of the past year. You know, those are the two biggest of the year for Street Fighter. He's in the grand finals each time. Yep, basically Amazing. unprecedented. Amazing. Unprecedented. And, you know, from the exhibition that I saw at Twin Galaxies, I was saying this on, street, on, on commentary a lot, and I brought it over to Evo as well. But there's just a clarity that he's playing with that I have never seen from a player before. Like, I just don't see him losing to random dude in pool or yeah. having oh, no. trouble. Like, there's just, like, the fact that he was, dude, my favorite thing was how much he was smiling the entire that top was eight. interesting. He was just having a great old time. Even after problem X1, he was like, hey, you know, like, he was just, he looked like he was just so comfortable being Tokido, yeah. playing as Tokido, and just accomplishing Tokido things, you know what I mean? He's very he's prepared. Just, he seems at peace. There's something about him that is just, he is so much at peace, yeah. and, I, and I love it. I love what I'm seeing out of Tokido. So. Yeah, he, he is super, super strong. Uh, very interesting character lineup in the top eight as well. Um, an, an Abigail and a half, maybe is a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. There was no Abigail used by Problem X in top eight, but he did use it, use it a bit to get into top eight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, two Mikas, interesting, right? Um, so, in a sense, maybe three and a half grapplers out of the top oh, eight. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, which, is, which is well, unusual. Actually, there's two Mikas in top eight. Right. Right, so two Mikas. Oh, I see what you're three and a half. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, sorry. Um, <clears throat> you know, the Akuma's always up there because it's Tokido. Right. But, uh, and Fujimura's always up in top eight so there's a Nabuki, but yeah, there's no Cami up there. Only one Guile. And you know, remember I picked one Cami. I said that I would. I predicted right. one Cami in right. there, and no Cami in there does not surprise me. And you know, I know a lot of people think that I'm a Cami apologist or whatever like that, but I, I, I honestly think I know why she's not in there, and it's because, like I said, she is no shenanigan character. Right, so you don't get any stupid like, hey, I'm playing this guy who doesn't know how to fight a buki. Here's my buki mix-ups. I can almost guarantee they're gonna hit and win. You get tired playing Cami because every match is like, I have to focus, I have to focus, and I think she's probably one of the more fatiguing players because you just don't get any sort of like free shenanigan okay. wins with her. You know what I mean? Granted. She's so powerful that it doesn't really matter in the early rounds, but in the mid rounds, I just feel like you have to put in so much work and so much effort to beat other small, smart players that it does make you tired okay. a little bit. And so the 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 it's the marathon that hurts I her see. I see. as opposed okay. to if it was a smaller tournament. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. Also, no Minots in top eight. We're accustomed to seeing both of those characters very prevalent in top mm, eight. Neither yeah, one you're right. Uh -huh. This time, maybe I don't know if your if your reason is correct. Maybe same kind of idea. Yeah. Uh, ninth place, though. Congrats to F Champ, who again has an excellent showing at Evo mm -hmm. last year. Of course, mm -hmm. he got top eight. He was the closest to beating Tokido. Tokido yeah. He almost <laughs> did. Like he had Tokido at match point. Uh, he hasn't even been playing SF like that. I saw him mm -hmm. saying, but mm -hmm. he's just mm -hmm. very talented. 
then uh, cool for Mena to make top nine. Yeah. Um, he has been doing well. You know, he hasn't won. He won Capcom Cup, and then I think he won Texas Showdown. Yeah, he won Texas Showdown. Other than that, he hasn't won stuff, but he's still been playing really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and plus, another thing, too, is I don't know if you saw, but he had the crazy journey to Evo. He and Kaba. Yeah, him, Kaba, and Dominion. All three of them were stuck. It was one other player, yeah, too, as well. Two. Uh, but they had to drive to, like, another state or something like yeah. that just to fly out of there to make it at, to Evo. I, Dominion did not, by the way. Did oh, he did it. not? Oh, he didn't go. It was only just Meta and Kaba. Uh-huh. There were, I think there was another player. I think you're right, but I forget who it was. Did he uh, throw a controller? I didn't even hear about that. Oh, I didn't hear about that either. I didn't hear about that. So, Cien also ninth. Daigo thirteenth. Yeah, Mago thirteenth. Lauren Machabo was one of the heartbreaking ones when you saw Jen come up afterwards and give him a little kiss on the yeah. head. I was just like, oh man, that was nice. yeah. But yeah, Mago and Verloren, the highest placing camis there uh, in thirteenth place. Yeah, Idom didn't make it either. You know, we didn't. We have, meant to bring this up at the start, but it was actually tough for a lot of people to get to Evo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so players, I think especially from the Northeast is what it sounded like, but from the East Coast generally, had a tough time getting there. Even players driving from the West Coast, there was a big thunderstorm, mm-hmm, and for a while mm-hmm. there were flood warnings, so people right. weren't allowed even, to, or shouldn't have been anyway, to, uh, driven in to Vegas. So it was just kind of an unfortunate series of, uh, of events. Yeah. You know, you can't control that stuff. That's a bummer. Yeah, but shout outs to Toy as well, getting seventh place. Another strong performance by a U.S. player. Seventeenth. Seventeenth, yeah, getting the same place as Justin Wong, who also played super well. Seventeenth is a lot of Americans. Yeah. Chris CCH, Justin Wong, Chris T, K. Brad. Of course, also Shaohai, Haitani, Hurricane. So. Yeah, I really felt like Justin Wong had a really good chance this year to make it really, really far. So. Sad to see him finish at seventeenth place. Agreed. Hoping he would get top eight this year. He's been doing very well. Yeah. Well, Flo, of course, was at Vegas. Flo lives, like, in Vegas. Yeah, he showed he's, up. He's in Vegas. He showed up, so <laughs> he was definitely there, so... Um, but he didn't... From what I heard, he didn't play. He didn't enter his stuff. Yeah. Was that really Ryusei's first uh, Evo ever? Getting, I don't, I don't uh, know Ryusei. Someone saying was ninth place with Yuri in there. He was one that had the really awesome facial expressions, where it was like... Didn't see uh, he died to like some craziness like someone did something really sick on him and his reaction was like his eyes were bugging out of his head and became like a meme for a little bit so but uh, okay yeah well, well he was BBCF uh, Evo champion last year yeah, so hot dang so yeah, he switched so to Street Fighter and he got ninth in his first yeah, year playing Street uh, Fighter okay go. that is very impressive yeah, yeah very impressive there you go okay so it wasn't his first Evo it was his first Evo for Street Fighter 5 understood is what it was okay okay that's very, that is really impressive I didn't realize that was the same you, you say I'll be honest with you same. I did not realize I had no idea. it was the same you say yeah. okay, okay. Uh, anyway a lot of good matches that's something you can always count on for Evo all the top 8's in fact many of the pool well I forgot to mention this in my stream review. Pools kind of suck at EVO. I'm going to be frank with you. Because there are so many players that each pool is not stacked. Uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Maybe winner's finals of the pool is interesting, but almost nothing before that is. I don't know what you do about that in terms of the stream viewership experience. I'm not really sure how to improve that, but from a stream perspective, it wasn't right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't enticing. I mean, one of the first matches that I got on Street Fighter commentary uh, with uh, One Time Hero was... 
you know, it was basically we just had to spend the whole entire time trying to talk about what they could do to, to play better. I mean, I, I'm like not, I've done yeah. the same thing with you and other people on mm-hmm. top eight or in uh, Pool's commentary for Evo, where you kind of got to make it up because it's just right. It's it's one of not things, interesting. You know it. You know, I know a lot of people have talked about this. You know, on the esports side of things, this is why we need more exhibitions yeah. and not to blah 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 and like forget pools. Don't even stream day one, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't think I agree with that. I don't agree with that. But um, I'm not really sure what to do. I'm just—it's just an observation that they're not interesting to watch. Right. So I'm not sure how to fix that. Probably a, a way to do something decently. So. Cool, uh, man. That's uh, evolution. So we're going to talk about the announcements coming up. But yeah. is there anything else to say about the matches, the games? Um. I, again, like I said, I I'm happy that they're trying to give a lot more shine to the side tournaments that they're scheduling the side tournament stuff out it really you know obviously marvel had the issue where they got kind of bodied schedule wise and everything like that but you know hopefully you know they keep working on it and maybe next year they assign a to specifically for that area as well and um you know the side tournaments just become more and more official and you know that makes me happy about that i expect it to become something that we don't even talk about two years from now as par for the course you know a lot of people are mad and i know a lot of people don't think marvel ever gets any fair uh, uh, uh break at evo yeah cyber japan agent won that one dude that's right that was he played super good yeah he is an excellent mm-hmm. excellent mm-hmm. player yeah so um man i'm telling you again those marvel guys man they were crazy they were loud of they course exciting and everything they have like a fun that. game it's cool I'd to watch i still think Maybe those guys can do a good job, you know, bringing it back. You know what I mean? It's got to have been rights issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's yeah. Gotta have well, to. I don't mean I don't mean showing up at Evo. I just oh. mean the community. Yeah. Just keeping it alive and stuff. Like I, I've, that, I've so. started playing it again. I've been playing yeah. Marvel. Oh so, yeah. Oh yeah. okay. 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 And then uh, Unist was also super cool. Um, uh, Heho was like one of the only Japan. Because remember ahead of right. time, uh, Daryl Bunao said that there wasn't too many Japanese players. But he still got uh, second place. Who won Undernight? Uh, Undernight was won by. Uh, shoot, let me see here. Uh, do we have side tournaments here listed here? Uh, Squish. Squish is the one that won. Dang, okay. But the cool thing about it was third place was like uh, an Akatsuki player as well. So that there was also super cool. Yeah, there you go. So seventh place was LPT with Byakuya, of course. Okay. Uh, Loli Maiko with Batista. Wow, both of them in seventh place. Okay. Uh, fifth place was KFL Eltnum and Tari with Yuzuriha. Uh, fourth place, Klim, the guy who was going for the trifecta, uh, ended up in fourth place. So, I guess he sucks. No, just kidding. Yeah. Boo. Obviously, super good with Phonon Merkava. Third place was Psycho with uh, Enkido. Oh, it was first place who got Akatsuki. Okay. So, second place was Heiho with Merkava. And first place, yes, was Squish Dang. with Akatsuki. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Congrats. Shout out super to cool. Squish, dude. That's awesome. Good job to him. So Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, 7th was Taekwa, Ghost Rider Nova, Stealth with Zero Dante, 5th place was Dual Kevin, NB Dual Kevin with Hawkeye Dante, Noel Be Hungry with Gamora Rocket Raccoon, 4th place TPC Not Enough Damage, Ultron Doctor Strange, 3rd place TLT Tyson, 2nd uh, place at CEO mm-hmm. with Gamora Ultron, 2nd place MG Macho with Dante Dormammu, and 1st place the CJA Cybertraman Agent with Dante Dormammu. Uh, Macho lives in Chicago right now, but he's a, he's originally from Mexico. 
So technically, U.S. wasn't even in grand final. <laughs> okay, I guess. I guess. Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> there you go. He played really well. He's a good player. Yeah, but good stuff to also yeah uh, back on the undernight in Versaikia with Enkido because I, I I don't think Enkido is considered one of the strong characters from what I remember. So. Um, but yeah, uh, Fenrich won BBCF. Justin yeah. Wong won Fighting Eric Slayer. Uh, Smug, Smug won, won the Ultra Street Fighter, Street Fighter 4. 4 to Punko. <laughs> uh, Super Turbo was run by won by Reno MD, a mostly online player using okay. Bison. He's a Fightcade player, basically. Boxer so, Bison? No, Dictator wow, Bison. Okay. So Bison had a good weekend. Yeah, wow. Because he also Crazy. got second place in CBS too. Wow. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, he didn't win CVS2. Who won CVS2? Oh wait, actually, you know what? He, uh, if if Boss was playing CVS2, then yeah, Bison probably won. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Et won King of Fighters 14 again. Uh, Uda won B- B- Melty Blood. Uh, Guilty Gear Accent Core Plus R was won by Kadako May. Sailor Moon was won by uh, Neil Russell, uh, aka Corey Lanier, the guy in uh, Canada who really promotes this game a lot. So. Uh, By the way, that the character who won it, the one who has the full screen dash and goes into SPD, and has or yeah, the dash oh, cancel oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Pretty unreasonable. <laughs> Pretty unreasonable character. Yeah. Dang. Uh, I was like, wow. UMBC three was won by Joey D over Snake Tits. Vampire Savior was won by Dara Dimitri over Dying Jetta. A Virtua Fighter five was won by Homestay Akira. Uh, Persona 4 Ultimax won by Superboy Ken. Pokin DX won by BXA Twixie with Chandelier and Aegislash. Azazel uh, got second with my boy, the Machamp. <laughs> First place for Kueme Enbu was Ida or Eda. Mark of the Wolves was TMR MLW uh, with Kushnud Butt. And uh, Third Strike was won <laughs> by Ryan with Ken. Uh, Killer Instinct was run mm. by Circa Nikki with Fulgore. And Mira Arms was won by DTN KHU Samurai Showdown 5 was won by Hoge or Hodge with Gyra Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles TMNT Fighters was won by Lord BBH with mostly Rafa no with mostly Wing Knight he had to counter pick in grand finals with Raphael okay, against cool, the, the uh, second place Raphael player. Uh, Dengenki Buko fighting climax was won by Kusanagi. Uh, CVS2 was won by Boss with M Bison, but second place was Doctor B Sick. with okay. S Groove. Okay. S Groove. Okay. So there you go. I uh, saw I saw somebody listed as Doctor B playing on SF5 stream in pools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been uh, so long and I don't remember what he looks like. So yeah, I, I was yeah, hoping yeah. it was the same guy. And I guess it, it is definitely yeah. him. We saw him playing Dragon. Dragon Ball on the jump off earlier. Okay, as maybe well. it was DBFC, not yeah, 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 okay. uh-huh. Well, he showed up on a Street Fighter stream oh, did he and, and later on as okay. well. But he got second place in CBS2 with his S group. Sick S group. Atskatsuki, Blitzkopf, where Akatsuki is from, was won by Rorio. Rivals of Ether was won by Dolphin Brick. Arcana Heart was won by Kazupachi. Tatsunoko was won by TVC, was won by KB. Good job to him. Samurai Showdown 2 was won by Frieza, a Haumaru player. I'm surprised it wasn't Ukyo, 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 Ukyo. It's not, actually. Yeah, I know. Three, three Ukyo. Three, yeah. Aquapaza was won by Mabusin. Uh, Yadagrasu was won by Nick Cool 1996 and Street Fighter Cross Tekken was won by a Homeless Dragon. By the way, somebody tweeted me on Twitter that in Yadagarasu Grand Finals somebody picked me as commentator so that I could be at Evo. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, I heard about I that. I don't know if that's why they picked me, but I certainly appreciate the tweet 
using that explanation for why they right. picked me. Uh-huh. That tweet was very cute. I really appreciated that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know sure. if that's why they picked me. <laughs> Hologram, David. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That that was really nice. Yeah, have you guys never heard of Kushnu Butt? I hadn't heard of that. Before. Really? Yeah, it's yeah, Marco, yeah. but the Japanese version. Oh, is that his name in Japan? I don't know uh, why they call him Butt, but okay, I mean, okay. bizarre choice of names. Topo but, Kids uh, One go. Puzzle Fighter. Interesting. Okay, okay. Man. But good stuff. <laughs> Ligma. <laughs> Ligma Butt. Uh, you get it? Yeah. Anyway, anything else to say about... The games, oh, the results. The results. No, no, no. Let's take a break, dude. Yeah, I know. Let's take a break. So we'll be right back. We're going to go into the 5-5 matchup. We're going to talk about the Sonic Fox icing. We're going to talk about the Smash 4, top 4. And we're going to talk about the payout structure. So we'll be right back, guys. Be right Later. back. Secret to good baking is butter and love. Yeah, <laughs> especially butter, though, from, uh, from what I've seen. So we're going to talk about a few things in our EVO-related 5-5 matchup, mm-hmm. wherein we discuss things and maybe disagree. Yeah, I The mean, intention behind this was to have some arguments, but it doesn't always occur. Yeah, I think it's also just good to just kind of bring up topics that aren't, like, directly Agreed. related to stuff, you know, and things like that. So, uh... So we're going to talk about three main topics here, three pretty juicy topics all related to Evo, right? So we're going to talk about Sonic Fox's icing of Goichi, right? Because I know there has been mixed opinions on that one. We're going to talk a little bit about the Bayonetta situation with Smash 4. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the prize pool payout because I've been having big old debates with people online about that one. Yeah. So uh, which one do you want to go with first? Let's talk about the tournament payout structure. Okay, let's turn it What I'd like you to do mm-hmm. is explain to me why you want to create a hyper-capitalist fat cat situation <laughs> in which only the richest people continue to get even richer right. by maintaining high 60 or 70 split, mm-hmm. percent mm-hmm. split payouts for first place. Uh, mostly the reason you're doing things just so you can eat, basically. Maybe right so. Now. Yeah. Okay. So the main reason why, honestly, is because I still remember the year that Cien did not get paid a bunch. They they did they did the spread. They tried to spread it a lot more, and the backlash from that has definitely been a lot higher. The backlash was that was so high that they changed it back the next year. That's how bad it was, right? The backlash for the low spots aren't as much. And even just earlier, Joey Fury was tweeting like, dude, why did why did Lohai get so little money for first place? Like, he only got like 9K. That's so low. Like, you deserve a lot more than that. The whole thing about it is I don't want to preserve a fat cat kind of situation. I'm saying that... Everybody who says, let's pay the seventh place more money, my question is, where does that money come from? It's not going to come from nowhere. So it's got to come from somewhere. If you take it from the first place, the the people are going to complain about that. The backlash was so strong the one year they did it that everybody was mad. Eat the rich. Right. So the question is, but here's the thing, right? You did win the tournament. 
you bested a bunch of people. You kind of deserve to have a big prize pool, right? You deserve to get a, a large amount of money. That isn't to say that everybody else doesn't deserve money as well. They all deserve money. Like, I think we need to get to the point where we pay top 16 or we're paying top 32, you know, depending on how many entrants there are. For something with 2,500 people, hell yeah, top 32 needs to get paid. My point is that where is the money coming from? And that's where a lot of people, like, you can complain about it, but nobody ever talks about the right way to, 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 to get that money situation. You know what I mean? Everyone's always like, you should pay them more, and then there's no answer. And I'm like, that's fine. Where does this money come from? They're like, take it from first place. I'm like, here was the problem with that. And then people are like, that's not valid, because that's just a bunch of people on the internet complaining. And I'm like, what are you doing right now? You know what I mean? And so, like... It's, it's a tough situation. It's a no-win situation. What needs to happen is there needs to be a means by which to get actual more money well, so that we can actually you know, pay more of the players. That right? is, that's the goal, ultimately. So whether it's through Matcharino, we do crowdfunding, but then Markman came and chimed in, and he said he tried to do crowdfunding. That King shirt that was sold at the 10-0 booth was meant to be... Um, crowdfunding for the Tekken prize because uh, Namco did Bandai Namco didn't give a pot bonus for Tekken this year. That's why Lohai only got nine thousand dollars, right? <clears throat> so he tried, but Japan's not on board with that kind of thing, and he couldn't quite get. You know, there was a lot of logistics behind getting the crowdfunding to work, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's a tricky situation, in my opinion. It's a tricky situation. So what do you do? Do you raise the entry fee? Like, if you raise the entry fee, right, Smash Melee, 7th place guys, you know, Swedish Delight, etc., uh, they got $170 or something like that, oh right? Yeah. If you double the entry fee, they get $340. Of course, compared to 170 that's like, wow, that's great, but if that was never in the first Twice place, as much. they would still be complaining about 340 if it was already doubled in the first place. They'd be like, 340 is too low for blah, blah, blah. They'll only say that that's, of course it's that much better because they already know they're getting 170 You know what I mean? There's that bias built into their brain already. So I don't think people would have been happy with 340 And then you're doubling the entry fees, and now a whole bunch of people are like, man, I have to spend so much money to go to EVE already, and now the entry fees are doubled. Screw that. I can't go, blah, blah, blah. Because when they raised the venue fee $20 one year, everybody was like, man, you're basically making it so I can't go to EVO anymore. Yeah. You know, people don't know the history of all of this stuff happening. And so when I see people complain about it, it makes me angry. It makes me like this because people don't understand. <laughs> that nobody is happy with any situation and I want people to understand that everybody's trying their best to make everybody happy. It's just, it's hard because money doesn't come from nowhere. It has to come from somewhere. You know what I mean? And people just want to complain to complain. And this is the biggest problem with the internet, with social media, is that people complain and never offer a solution. And that's all I want from people is I want people to offer a solution if you are a valid voice complaining about it. But nobody ever does except for take it from first place, screw first place. Everyone who complains about that is stupid. And I just don't see that because, like I said, the backlash was worse when Cien won than in this situation that we have right now. Also, higher prize pools for first place has more prestige. If I go and talk to any random person, they ask me how much in first place get, and I tell them, if I say 5K, they're like, right? If you say 10K, they start to pay attention. When you say 100K, they're like, oh, this is legit. 
You know what I mean? There's also a presentation prestige to get help us get to the point where we can pay top 32. Sure. If we lower the prize pool now, it will take us longer to get to the point where we can pay top 32. So we have to skew it a little bit high for now so we can get to that point. Done. Cool. You got to rely on the job creators to create the jobs, right? That's, you just you you you'll you'll take into account the fact that there's just going to be demand. Demand will exist whether or not there's anything else going on. So just worry about supply. Well, we're not big enough yet to really compare it to any sort of real-world situation. I've like always that. thought the Democrats made a big strategic error in giving up on the um, patriotic aspect of paying taxes. Paying taxes is awesome, and I wish that there were politicians who would stand up and say, yeah, I want to tax you. Yeah, because we need to pay for things. We need to live in a society. And, and in order to make that happen, yeah, rich people got to pay a buttload of cash, and they're going to complain about it. They always do. But that's how it's got to be if we want to have a real, a, a livable society for everybody else. That's just right. how it is. Or else you end up in a situation like we have now where two people have a trillion dollars. Right. Uh, and, and that's just, that's not sustainable. So instead, yes, I want to take it from first place. Mm -hmm. That's definitely where I would find the money. I understand that people who finish in first place will complain. Also, sycophants who want the top to do well, even though they are, are, are already doing well, which is a big percentage of the population, both in the FGC and anywhere else, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they'll also complain, thinking that they're just temporarily embarrassed millionaires who someday will also win a major tournament. And when that happens, they want to win $100,000 as mm -hmm. opposed to eighty. dollars um, Instead, you need to just take it from the first place. And if there's going to be complaints either way, then I'd rather have be the complaints exist in a situation where more than just the top three or four people can do this as a job. Right. So yeah. mm -hmm. all else mm -hmm. equal, I'm, I'm more interested in maintaining more players than I am in propping up one or three right. highest level players. Mm -hmm. Yeah, take it from first place. First place gets 9,000 instead of 11. Fine. Right. And first place gets 7,000 instead of nine. Fine. If, if in doing so, you can make this a viable thing for more than just four people, three people. Do you feel like changing seventh place in Smash from 1.7 to 340 will make a difference for them to make it no, viable? No, it needs to be, it needs to be more than that. Because it, it, right. it needs to be um, not 340. How much did Levin win? Do you know? I don't know. Uh, it would be 60% of 50, however many entrants there were. I think it was... 1,500 or something? 1,500, yeah. Is it so times 10? 60% of that. So I think he made like a... So is there is there, is there 15,000 in it and he made 60%? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, uh -huh, okay, basically. Fine. So, um, so, in, so... He made about 8,000 something. Right, he made yeah. about 8,500. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. 8,600, I believe it was. So can he make 7,000? Is that okay? Mm -hmm. And in doing so, Swedish Delight can get $1,000 or $800 or $700? He wouldn't because that money would have to be spread through everybody sure. else as well. So sure. Swedish Delight so, so right, wouldn't right. make enough to actually make a difference for him. Sure. No, that makes a significant right? difference. If, you can, mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're making five or 600 bucks, that is a profit on the weekend. If you're making 340 maybe you have earn back your inputs maybe maybe you've accounted for how much it costs you to travel probably not i don't know where he lives but it's probable that that's not enough whereas at 600 at that point for most people's travel concerns 
you're you're about breaking even. So mm-hmm. so in that case, it becomes sustainable for you instead of it being a problem and you have to be propped up by a team whose business model is unknown and yeah for sure i want to take it from first place i just i just feel like we're not at a point right now where that would make a significant difference to the people that are down there you know what i mean that if you are, can that pay back your weekend it's a big difference compared to not being able to big difference all right so what i'm actually in favor of is changing it depending on the game and the payout system and the community. So one of the things about the Smash players with Leffen and Armada, you know, I was talking to Armada about this as well. You know, he was saying, I'd totally be down to let the money go and it would be a hit on me, right? But the thing about it is there are players like Problem X who, when they win EVO, could realistically never make top eight at EVO again. And that's not saying anything about a skill. That's just the nature of the beast, yeah. right? With a guy like Leffen and Armada, Smash community is so consistent okay. enough that the top players are always winning that money. You're always going to see Hungrybox and Plup and Armada and Leffen and those guys at the top eight. So if we want to spread it down on the Smash community, I'm actually super okay with that because the same people are winning that money over and over again. So yes, it makes a big difference. But in the situation for something like Street Fighter, you make a top eight at EVO and barring the rare Tokido syndrome, it's really hard to continually do that, that when you do win something like that, you want to feel like you won a substantial prize to have something that, you know, was worth it for you. You know what I mean? And so, like I said, it needs to add to the prestige a little bit. Once we get to that point where we can realistically pay top 32, then yes, I want the first place to drop to something like 40%. I want that to happen. That is the absolute end goal for what is to happen. You know, I want to spread all the way down so that everybody can live off of it and pay it. I just don't think we're at the point right now where we are making, we have enough money in the prize pool that it can make that difference. And I think it'll take longer for us to get to that point if we continue, if we start now. I feel like it will make it harder for us to get to the point where we can actually pay these players. We have the same goal. We have the same end goal because of the prestige. Because when you talk to companies and potential sponsors, they have to hear those numbers and they go, this is a legit event. I can, I want to be a part of this. I get that for something like Capcom Cup. To make $150,000 sounds like it's a lot. Or wasn't it $250,000 actually? It was like a lot of money. It was $250,000. Giant yeah, amount. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> so I get it for giant pots like that. I understand that there's a, there's a prestige argument for that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that said, $200,000 is a lot of money as well, and I don't think that that like, cuts into the prestige of it. So, although I get that there's an argument for the prestige, mm-hmm. I don't think that it exists for Evo, where the difference would be between like seven or $9,000. It's not gonna mm-hmm. be 100, just we're, not, we're mm-hmm. never gonna do that. Um, I don't think it exists for Evo, and I think that for bigger tournaments, you can still have the prestige while paying out more for the other players, mm-hmm. you just don't, there's a level where 100,000 sounds like a lot already. 150,000 is a lot already. 200 is a lot already. It doesn't need to be 250. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so for the rest of the top 32, the people who make Capcom Cup, uh, and same for the other uh, leagues that are being run, I want to see more of a uh, more money reaching the players farther down because that prestige, I feel, is not really significantly negatively impacted 
um, by doing so, while also making it viable for more people to be able to compete as a job if they right. want to. Now, you know, if we're talking about something like uh, people have suggested moving, so right now Evo does like a 60, 20, or 60s percent something, and then 20 percent, et cetera, et cetera. 60 and 20? Yeah, I think so for first and second. Wow. If we can change it to maybe 55 or 50 percent and spread it down a little bit more, I think that would be okay. I mean, it's better than yeah, 60 yeah, yeah. to 20 uh-huh. is crazy. Uh-huh. You know, I know a lot of people are also talking about Evo in terms of like Evo just must be sitting there making a shit ton of money. They need to put some of that money in the pot. I don't even know if that's true. Curly W just mentioned in the chat as well. Because Curly W is like one of the best bracket makers in the world, right? So he offered his services up to Evo and Evo's like they can't afford him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I don't. I suspect that Evo is not making a killing to the extent that each of the people organizing it is like getting rich off of it. Right. I think the mm-hmm. the event I'm sure pulls in a ton of money, but you got to yeah, you got to remember yeah. the cost uh-huh. involved, a gigantic mm-hmm. amount. So I, I feel like it's probably not the case that like a wizard is getting rich on it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, so. for sure. So I mean, th- that's the thing is like I'm hoping eventually we can get more sponsors cuz Cool Kid got like $2,000. Right, he got over two thousand dollars for his uh, eighth place spot. Right, it's pretty good. It's not. I think bad. a big part of that is because of the uh, shirts, right? Yeah. No, the shirts only paid out ninth through thirty oh, second. Okay, cool. They they use the shirts to pay out ninth through thirty second. So, um, but uh, Cool Kid didn't make two thousand some dollars. Right? Great. So that's good. For sure. Because like I said, it's different for the amounts. Uh, you know, for the, for obviously the prize pool is a big deal, and you know, for Tekken Lohai getting nine thousand dollars was because Tekken didn't put in any pop bonuses. Yeah into that as well. Nintendo has never put in a pop bonus into any of the Evo tournaments. Again, for me, it's like a case-by-case basis. Right now, with with the Smash guys getting $170, it is really lame. And I'm happy that Leffen is giving some of his money. Awesome. In fact, I have no qualms about that at all, and I'm super happy for him. Definitely. Super proud of him. Definitely. I think that is a great move, right? So, like, if, if you told me, like, he shouldn't have done that, I would tell you to go away, basically, because he absolutely, yeah, he has every that. right to do that, right? Yeah. But the thing is, like, I, it was his decision, and I respect it. And I really, really respect it. And, again, he has a chance to make that money again. A lot of people don't have that kind of situation. Rewind won EVO. Yeah. What are his chances of winning EVO again, even in MK11 and stuff like that? We don't know. He may never make a top eight again, right? Probably so not, it's yeah. it's a little it's a little it's different with a lot of different games. I know? just I don't I think sixty is much too high. I feel like that's that has roots in the old times of only top three get paid. Mm-hmm. It's just you're not the tournaments are not a hundred people anymore. They're a mm-hmm. thousand to two thousand to twenty five hundred. It's it's got to be different than it used to be. Um, and I want more people to be able to do this. You know, not just as a job. That's nice if somebody right. wants to do that, but it's also just. There's, there's a feeling to getting paid from a tournament, to at least getting your entry fee back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, nice. Uh, um, it makes you want to do it more. Right. Right? Like, like there's, there, it's sort of a carrot to keep you mm-hmm. engaged. It's not the only thing. Obviously, you have to want to play. But, but if you feel like you're really far away from ever actually making this into a thing for yourself, if that feels unattainable, then you're just not going to do right. it. So the, the worry that I have... less often anyway. The, way, the worry that I have is that there just isn't enough money yet that if you take it away from first, a lot of the people winning first won't believe that they can still make this a job. Just don't believe it. Because it's just it. not enough money yet. I don't believe Not it. enough money yet. In the future, sure. I, I, I don't believe future, that even sure. $5,000... I don't believe that that is is not reason to continue. Uh, almost uh, all, all of the players winning tournaments are sponsored. 
right? All the mm-hmm. players who won Evo are sponsored. Like like two or three people throughout right. all the uh-huh. top eights we discussed are not sponsored. So they're all they're all doing something, but five thousand bucks is nice. It's a nice carrot to keep going. Yeah, it is. People actually think ESPN pays Evo to broadcast. I don't know. That's not how it works usually. Those channels usually sell spaces, and you buy the spaces. Um, depends right? on no for. It depends on the event, certainly, but um, ESPN pays the leagues to to broadcast. Right, the big the stuff, big, leagues, big yeah. stuff. But like, if you're small, like the one time MLG got on there a long time ago with Halo, they definitely paid ESPN to get have that spot. So. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what the Evo situation is. I'm not sure whether they paid or not. Right. I'm not but sure I mean, it, he's, he's right that at least for some things, people have to pay ESPN. Uh, I I. That seems unlikely to me in Evo's case, but I don't know either way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I have to look it up. I have to look it up. So I have to look it up to see how it works. But In conclusion, bring back the 90% tax bracket at the top marginal rate that existed in the 1950s. Also make it so that inherited money is taxed extraordinarily high to prevent any hereditary uh, upper class. I'm not even sure what any of that <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, like I said, I just don't think we're quite there yet. I don't think we're quite there where we can do it as well as we want to because the first place is having low payouts, CN winning $5,000 for Evo. You know, like I said, that was a huge backlash and everybody There's was There's going to be complaints either way. Yeah. I'm going to get so that more people can play. And like I said, I have the same end goal. I, I know. I have the same end goal. I've always argued that I want 7th and 8th to get paid more, and I want, you know, all the way paid through top 32, all the way through yeah, top 64. Yeah, I mean, well, we both want the best thing for the scene, obviously. Right. It's just different ways of going about it. I just don't think that we're actually at a point right now where it can be done realistically and would hurt us getting to that point a little bit more. Well, so, I don't agree, but, you yeah. know, it's all right. So hey, all right. Hey, we actually disagree yeah, on something. Know, right? And I felt like we both actually had really good points, so, yeah. Yeah, so. sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, you want to move on to the next one? Sure, Talk about sure. uh, Sonic Fox and Goichi? Uh, sure. Cool. Okay. So, in Grand Finals of Dragon Ball Fighters at EVO, Sonic Fox beat Goichi 3-0 in Winterside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then in Grand Finals, Goichi beat Sonic Fox in the first set 3-0. Mm-hmm. Then Sonic Fox asked for his seat change. He wanted side to change switch. from two-player to yeah. one-player side. Mm-hmm. He asked if that's something that he can do. This is by his own account later on on Twitter. He talked about it quite a bit. He asked if that's something that he can do. They discussed it. They translated it for Goichi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. They had a coin flip. To determine which side he would end up on, sure enough, he got the side he wanted. He then 3-0'd Goichi in the second set of right. Grand Finals. After Goichi looking very uh, clearly upset about things, yeah. clearly frustrated uh-huh, uh-huh, for uh-huh. sure. Um, so uh, since you started last time, I guess I'll start this time. Uh, I I thought it was a very smart move mm-hmm. in retrospect. My my take on it in the moment was that it was only to ice him. That's what I thought that Sonic Fox was trying to do to Goichi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Slow things down. Clearly, Goichi had the big momentum, right? So slow things down if you can. Get rid of the momentum. See if you can do better in the next set. Instead, uh, his, his claim is that it was because he feels like his movement's better on the first side. Right. 
And, and you can see that if you look at his results. Again, he first player side in winner's finals, he 3-0'd Goichi. Grand finals on two-player side, he got 3-0'd. Grand finals on one-player side, he 3-0'd Goichi. Right. So, mm-hmm. so they're clearly... Well, at least there's some evidence that that side does matter. Um, so I, I think it's very smart of him to try to play to the side that is stronger for him. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. really smart gamesmanship. I also suspect still that there was an intention <laughs> to ice Goichi, which I love. I think that's so mm-hmm, smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love the idea of, of playing the metagame, the game outside of the game. That term is often just applied to strategy in the game. Which but is never the right answer. It's not, right. The, not uh-huh. the original meaning of that term. The original meaning of that term is the game outside of the game or above the game. And that is exactly what this kind of gamesmanship is about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like it. So there's, you know, people made the immediate contrast between this and what happened in E-League Grand right. Finals when there was a uh, E-League required break between the sets in Grand Finals. Mm-hmm. Right? It was E-League's choice. It wasn't the player's choice. My differentiation between the two is that in the case of Sonic Fox icing Goichi, it's there's still the battle between the players is continuing. Right. It hasn't been interrupted by a third party. Instead, one of the players decided of his own volition that there should be a break here. He wants the break here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's something I've always been cool with. Right. I, I want the players to be able to... Uh, continue their interaction, and if that means that if one player wants to take a break before second set, they can do that. Right, that is allowed. Mm-hmm. If if they want to call out some obscure rule, that's allowed. What I don't like is a third party, some outside influence saying, "Hold on, folks, momentum's over." They're making the decision. I, I don't like that. But to the extent that it's both, like an e league, I don't like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But gotcha, to the gotcha. but to the extent that it's the player's choice. To uh, ice or to or to delay or something like that. I think that is very much in keeping with the spirit and any obviously the letter of FGC rules. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I hey, mean, get him, Foxy. I don't think Sonic Fox did anything wrong. <laughs> I think it was perfectly correct. I mean, that's something that you can do. You can switch sides. It's in the rules. And it's always been in the rules. You, you don't see it that often anymore. But in fact, in previous times. It wasn't uncommon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In MK9, it was super common because one player had an actual real advantage. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Trades didn't exist, didn't exist in the game, and one player mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. got the trades. So it was a real reason to have that. Uh, and, and, you know, back in the arcade days, there were, it was more common, I felt, that players had, like, a side that they were mm, good on. Yeah, yeah. So if you knew I mean, that... Apology Man w- would always fight for one side because of his firebrand. He I, could do the wall fireball thing better on one side than the other. I right? remember at Evo Top... Was it Grand Finals that it was him versus Cane Blue River? Right, was, it was, right? Cane Blue River versus Apology Man Grand Finals? In any case, when they played at Evo... Um, that was Ray Ray. He fought Ray Ray in Grand Finals, Cane Blue River, right? Oh, me, you may be right. But in any case, yeah. he, he did play against uh, Apology Man. Right. And I remember, because I laughed about it so much, that we all knew that Apology Man's weak on the other side. Uh-huh. And so Cane Blue River literally ran from the seats where they were on the stage to the setup right. to make sure that he got the right side. He literally mm-hmm. ran mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. to make sure. Uh, and, and gamesmanship like that is awesome. Yeah. 
I mean, again, that's just uh, to, to settle those kind of disputes, you have the coin toss like right. they did. Maybe it shouldn't have taken as long to get the coin toss taken care of and explained to go Probably into not. everything like that. But, but it was going to take some time. Yeah, it was going to take some just time. Takes, it and takes like time. I said, that's, that's just part of the rules, right? If Goichi, if Sonic Fox is being honest and he wasn't trying to ice Goichi, whatever, I mean, to be honest with you, with Goichi, you could tell he was not happy about it because even after the event was over, like you could tell he just didn't want to shake uh, Sonic Fox's hand. I felt like he was, he felt like that was a little extra dirty, you know, kind of thing like that. But, you know, Throw as the a dust player, in his eyes. But the thing is, as a player, you have to realize what is legal, what's not legal. And yeah. you could just have him say, oh, I want to switch sides. You could be like, let's flip for it and then just be done with it and not let it affect you. But unfortunately, I think it really did affect him. I think it did yeah, too. So, yeah. So it's a bummer for Goichi, but it's. Look, man, you're playing a game, and games have rules. And uh, within those rules, as long as you're in there, do whatever you can do. Yep. And uh, maybe even after the first game was lost, maybe Goichi should have asked for a side switch again. Maybe. Because I think you can side switch in between games. I think that's true. I don't. I don't remember exactly, but I was trying to think. It's an it's an old school arcade yeah. rule, right? Yeah. Because you just are. Because an arcade, you definitely can be more comfortable on one side yeah. or the other. And so there were just rules put in place that whenever you lost a game, you could switch sides. I, think I don't you're think right. that rules ever changed. I think you're right. So if I was Goichi, I would have tried to fight for that other side back. You know, just to just to. Yeah, know, keep, like try to fight back a little bit on the meta game. Well, you know? and keep in mind the first game at in the second set of grand finals was really close. Mm-hmm, Sonic mm-hmm. Fox didn't. It was not a blow up by any stretch. Sonic Fox had to had to close it out, uh, mm-hmm. clutch it out. Second and third games were not as close, but you know Goichi. It's not like he came into that second set and got dusted. Right. Exactly. The score says three zero, but the first game was much closer than that. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Actually, I'm sure the rules are in multiple languages. I would imagine they'd have to be. So That would make sense. I hope they are right. in any case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in any case, um, a lot of people are mad at Sonic Fox. They feel like he cheated. They feel like he kind of played dirty or whatever like he that. He did play dirty. If, they, if, it, if his intention was to ice rather than just to switch, mm-hmm. then, you know, I don't mind calling it dirty, but it is within the rules. Yeah. The question now is how often are people going to try to do that on resets? And you know what? If they do, there's nothing wrong with it. That's absolutely legal to ask for a break, yeah. to go use the bathroom between sets or something sure. like that. I would do that. You know what I mean? I, dude, tennis players have used the have used the uh, the Hawkeye cam to, to, you know, when they challenge an in or out call. Like, you've seen them use that for an extra rest. Uh-huh. Like they're, they're not like they just played a super long thing. It's out and they're gassed, they're winded, right. and they'll be like, whatever. And then they can just stand there for a second. You know, they have used medical timeouts just to, so they can talk sure. to their coach or whatever sure. like that. Things like that happen all the time. Sure. You know, what I mean, it's just as long as it's in the rule set, it's legal. So um, I don't even I'm, think I'm with it's you. a problem. So I am with you. Yep. Yep. Medical timeouts. It, too, it might exactly. be that Goichi wouldn't do the same thing, but. There are also players who insist on playing low tier, and that's not something that you need to mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. It's that's your choice. If right. you, you know, don't blame anybody else if you insist on playing Q for the rest for your entire life. It's nobody's fault but your own. Yep, exactly. So I just, I just don't think it's a problem. So. All right. <laughs> Smash Four. Ah uh, yes. Smash Four Bayonetta situation. So at some point in time, the, obviously, as we mentioned, there's three Bayonettas in top four. And uh, only one Japanese player got into third place, right? Uh, not playing Bayonetta. Not playing Bayonetta. 
once he was eliminated and there was only two Bayonetta's in Grand Finals, well, the whole time they were booing, right? So a lot of people saying it was the outside crowd that was booing, but that definitely is not the case because the FTC crowd has been known to cheer for Wobbles and cheer That's for true. a hungry box, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't play the game. I kind of... I find Bayonetta kind of silly to watch, but like right. uh, I get hype when she does the big combo. I think it's cool looking. Yeah, and and Smash I wouldn't Kimi be me booing. Hates it because they do not think she plays within the spirit of the game, yeah. like Jigglypuff. She's clearly right? very strong. She's very very strong. And after Captain Zack eliminated Niantono, uh, the audience booed, and Captain Zack flipped everybody off. And then when the grand final started, him and Lima basically sat there and charged their supers and just were talking and laughing, weren't even playing. And uh, Bear had to come up and be like, uh, you guys are going to get DQ'd if this happens. Yeah. And so they played out their match and everything like that. So uh, I guess I'll start first. So uh, my take on the situation is, um, look, Fighting game community has been dealing with this forever, right? I mean, we've had top tier forever winning everything. You you go into third strike expecting to see Chun Yun Ken, Chun Yun Ken, and maybe the occasional Makoto or you know if Kokujin's yeah, there, you're gonna yeah. see Dudley, right? But outside of that, it's just Chun Yun Ken, dude. That's why third strike was always considered so boring at Evo top eights because it was always Chun Chun Yun Yun, Chun Yun Ken, Chun Yun Ken. Not, not an uncommon sentiment. Right, exactly. So it was something that people could play. MVC2 has always been the same, like, four main teams over and over and over again, right? People love that. You know, they were excited by it. So as a fighting game community, we just learned to accept these things, and we just learned to fight it. And I know the Smash community has a very, very strong inkling to want to control everything. So they want to control it. They want to ban Bayonetta because they think she ruins the game. You know, she's in the game. She's not, like, super OP. Like, let's not talk, let's talk Akuma status and yeah. Super Turbo. It's not to that level. She hasn't won every single event ever. So that's just something you just have to accept in your game. That's just the way it is. And I think booing the players is poor taste. I think that's bad. I actually don't blame Captain Zack for flipping everybody off I or, or trying to troll them in the start of grand finals and everything like that. Obviously, they can't do that because that's, that just sucks. That is breaking the rules. Right, that is breaking the rules. But in my opinion, I just... I, I don't blame them for getting mad because it sucks. You're winning, you're doing well at this event, and all you're doing is getting booed by everyone just because you play this character yeah. that everybody dislikes, that everybody else can use. They can. Right? So, I don't know. I just think it's fine. So It's it's an unusual situation where fans of the game itself are so against one of the characters in the game. I mean, in Third Strike, for example, it is true that a lot of people felt that it got boring when Shun Yun Ken started to become mm -hmm. the big deal, but... Big third strike heads are, all, are cool with it. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. I actually really enjoy watching Chun. I don't mind her. I think she, I think her footsies are really fun. And that's that's the same with a lot of... If you're, like, a third strike player, you understand that it's going to be like that, and you 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 find enjoyment in it, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's the same with Marvel 2, as you mentioned, as top-heavy as it is. That doesn't mean that... Like, nobody watches that game who cares about Marvel 2 and thinks, oh, another... Another right, sense of, uh, another right. MSP. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh -huh, um, uh -huh. That's that's really rare uh, for any fighting game. I'm not sure that I can come up with another good example off the top of my head of that occurring. I mean, in, uh, Elena people ripped on a little bit at the end of Street Fighter 4. 
Maybe more than a little bit, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was to the degree of what Bayonetta gets in mm-hmm. Smash Four. It doesn't seem like that right. that level. It's, it was more of like a an annoyance, maybe, or like a does, doesn't need to be like this mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I don't recall anybody like flipping off people or right. right? I don't yeah, remember, yeah. remember mm-hmm. that happening. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really rare. Maybe there are a couple situations. Oh, Vanilla Phoenix actually may be a good example. But but in, in any <laughs> case, right. it's it's really rare that that's occurred in. What in about games. Aquaman? They were saying Aquaman in Injustice early on and stuff like that. That wasn't even people weren't even mad about Come that, on. right? So. Yeah, I mean it's that's silly. It's just like regular regular tier complaints. I'm talking about like being so opposed to a character mm-hmm. that you are gonna boo that. They walked out. They walked. Good yeah, chunk of the, uh-huh, of the crowd uh-huh. walked out. Of the actual Smash Four players and fans walked out. Uh, I, you know, how often has that ever occurred? So it, that's that is a big bummer. I don't know what to be what is to be done about that, right? But if you're somebody who is really into Smash Four, I feel like one of a couple things must occur. One is that you have to just accept that it's in the game, and if you don't like it, then you can play another game. There are a million games out there. Uh, another one Kokonoi, is Alien. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, Kokonoi is a good example. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh. So it, it's not like it's never happened, but it's very rare. Uh, I'm not opposed to banning her. Uh, that's that's fine with me. I, you know, in a game that I play and and care more about, I would be opposed to banning characters. But if the scene itself, it's a different scene. I mean, the, you know, there's as we've often discussed a lot of crossover between Smash and the other fighting games. But there's a lot of idiosyncrasies too. Right. It's definitely its own thing. If they want to ban it, that's fine with me. It doesn't matter. I mean, honestly. at this point in time, they might as well. I mean, because, it's too late now. Because Smash you know, Ultimate coming is coming out, out right? So that's December. what I mean. It might as well. So at Smash events where they continue to play Smash Wii U, might as well just ban it. You know, I mean, they hate her that much. That, you know? I, that's fine. But, uh, you know, if they if they want to do that, that's fine. But, but the worst case situation is what is currently happening, which is that a bunch of people claim that they are into Smash 4, and yet hate part of it so much that they walk out or boo mm-hmm. without banning that thing that they hate so much. Like, that's right. the worst case. Scenario. Well, I mean, they're arguing right now. That I'm sure there was a lot of debates on whether they should ban it or not. There were. I remember them happening. Right, yeah. So, obviously, they agreed not to ban it. So, a lot of people out there who are pro-banning it are probably just going to be really upset at it. Probably. And use this as, like, see, see, I told you kind of thing. Sure. You know, but... I mean, I, I think that there can be situations where a game is better off if you ban a character, even if the character isn't ruinously strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that that is a common thing, but I think it's, it's like conceivable to me. What would, like, what would be a good example? I'm not really sure. I'm just saying I think it's conceivable that okay. that could be the case. Okay. And uh, maybe this is one of them. But for sure, what they have right now is the worst case. So, mm-hmm. like, adapt, fine, or change the rules. Mm-hmm. But... Right now, it's the worst case scenario. <laughs> so, it's, uh, well, something's got to change. Maybe the maybe the game. Maybe the yeah, game is going to I, I think it's going to be a yeah. big difference because ultimate. I've heard Bayonetta is not nearly as strong over there. But see, why would you even ban Ice Climbers and Melee? They're not even top characters in that game, even with wobbling. Yeah, I, I mean, there's nothing. It's not something that I would want. That's not my. It's not the style of the scenes that we come uh-huh, from, uh-huh. but I do understand that Smash comes from a different place. So, you know. Right. But uh, Melee certainly has, you know, if you're not going to ban Fox, you're not going to ban anything. Right, exactly. Right? I mean, I Fox mean, is the most broken. The guy character's wild. I've got a one-frame jump cancelable shield that, like, does all sorts of crazy things. Like, I don't understand. Uh, I just, I don't understand. And even Mango has been, like, 
dude, Ice Climber's not even a problem. Yeah. He's like, they're so easy to beat, you know what I mean? So, so I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's one frame safe DP. Got foxes. I, I don't. I don't want characters in the other games to be banned. I just. You know, nowadays it's so rare that a character is so strong that it requires banning. But on top of that, the rest of the FGC comes from a place where you didn't change things like that. You didn't ban things unless it was, like, ruinously oppressive right, in the case right. of ST Akuma, which is very rare. Yeah, so. Exactly. So, okay. Well, um... But, yeah, I mean, that sucks for now. It sucks for now. I, I feel bad for Captain Zack and Lima. Personally, that's the people who I identify. People who I feel bad for more are them. Right. If you're not, if you don't, if you hate a part of the game so much as a fan that you would boo or walk out, just stop watching the game. Mm-hmm. It's easily solved. Whereas if you are somebody who wants to win at the highest level of things and you make it easiest for yourself to do that, props for you. So let's say there was no ultimate. What would you say is the right thing to do for the community at this point in time? I don't know, man. It's not my community, but I mean, like, <laughs> like I said, uh, either have people adapt to things and just like, I, I don't know how you change the culture, but you know, ideally, you change the culture. I don't know how that would happen, or you banner, whatever. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting situation. Um, hopefully. Hopefully, the next game will solve a lot of that problems. Because I know a lot of the, the, the Smash Wii U players are looking forward to moving on to the next game already. It's going to be a faster-paced game. It's going to be a lot of interesting... Oh, we'll talk about this later on during announcements, even though this is not a technical evil announcement, but there's definitely some cool announcements. So I just don't want to come at the Smash games with rule sets that I feel that they need to abide by because I remember when the FGC in general was having that happen to them right. mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we all hated it and uh, you know the folks at MLG and other big tournaments that were trying to make rules that for FGC events that they were hosting that we didn't like, their thought was well fighting games are just an esport like we're the same scene mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what's the problem with abiding by our rules, by our esports rules, They're you know we're all the same things right. And I, don't, and I don't want, I know we've talked about this and you have said that you agree, that we don't want to say that, well, just because we consider Smash games fighting games, that we... have we, to apply all of our rules yeah, to Yeah, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I get uh, that there uh, are differences between the scenes and the subgenres. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, it is a tough situation. I'm not sure what they're supposed to do, but maybe Smash... I think Melee's sick, man. I hope Melee never dies. It's such yeah. a good game. It's so fun to watch. <laughs> and Fox is your favorite character. Ban Fox, but everything else is fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, because that's the whole thing, right? There's a lot of playing within the spirit of the game in the Smash community. And I think one of those... Th- that's the reason why a lot of people don't think Fox is broken, because he plays within the spirit of the game. He's trying to fight you. He's rushing down. He, you know, it's a very close range, whereas Jigglypuff sits there and camps on the ledges yeah. and things like that. And Bayonetta can kill you at super low percentages with combos, and Witch Time is super good. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. You can dodge in the <laughs> air and cause Witch Time and stuff yeah. like that. So, you know... Um, yeah, I don't. I don't like anything based off of spirit of the game, kind of things like that. When especially with video games, yeah. because it's just like, you just I come from the era of sucking things up. You know what I mean? You're sure. just like you know, roll canceling. Well, this is broken. Let's learn to play with it. We sure. can't do anything about it. So you know, I, I, six forty-five. I don't think it's true that 
FGC in, in any sense appreciates Smash more just because we have wanted to have rule sets like allowing items and stuff. Mm-hmm. That is to say, including more of the game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in tournaments rather than just boiling it down to as competitive as possible. I don't think you can make any any value judgments really about who appreciates the right. game more. It's mm-hmm. just there's just different takes on it. Yeah. To me, I like the idea of competitive melee sure, without yeah. items. You know what I mean? So I like how it is, and I think if they can control it, then that's absolutely what they should do. So, but like I said, the only way you can control Bayonet is just by banning her or not. So. Ah, hmm. uh, I have news. I have news. Oh, Pretty good character. No competitive. I don't think there is. (laughs) Wasn't even at Anime Evo. Do you ban Pet Shop? Pet Shop was which game again? JoJo's. Oh, was he? The bird character who doesn't have, you can't hit him low because he just doesn't have a hurt box. He's just fine. (laughs) And he does does crazy damage. He has a small hurt box regardless. Uh, He's really tricky stuff. Do you ban him? From what people are talking about, sounds like yes. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese do not ban Akuma and Sagat. That is absolutely not true. Japanese soft ban him. He yeah. is at, they, both old Sagat, Hyobal Vega, and Akuma are all tournament legal. Right. People just don't do it for honor, basically. I think it's a really fun distinction between the U.S. scene and the Japanese scene, where we write, we're like writing legalistic rules because you know some idiot's going to do the thing unless you ban it, right? Right. So, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Whereas Japan is like their their rules are more like social in general, like unspoken <laughs> relatively, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. And so you just trust that people won't do the terrible thing, right? <laughs> it's just like a very different I mean, take. Honestly, but for I- very similar results because. Nobody plays ST Akuma. And right. Well, there have been ST Akuma. No, you're right. In, Some, in Japan, uh, I've seen it before. I have seen it too, but it's almost never. Yeah, and the reason why everyone gets so salty at Mao is because yeah. he has absolutely no qualms he about heelballing you it. to death. Yeah. yeah. And he just kills everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. Very funny. There you go. Okay. Different scenes. Anyway, there you go. Arguments. Let's also talk about some announcements. Let's talk about all the announcements that happened. In particular, the first one I want to talk about is the complete lack of announcements for NRS scene. What do you think of that? Well, you know how much I like Injustice, and and so I'm happy to see Injustice continue. It's also encouraging to me that after Evo, a lot of the NRS scene basically collectively was like, that was sick. (laughs) Cool. That was a super good tournament. And watching it was a blast, and there was a lot of variety and different players doing good work. Hang on a second. Some people are saying audio is going crazy. Let's see if that fixes the audio. Hello. Or was it just rubbing on your shirt? I'm oh, is sure. it getting on my chest there? Might have been. Actually, it might have been. No crackling is still there. Was it actually my chest there? Some people are still saying it's huh, interesting. It's good now? Oh, it actually oh, was good. my chest oh, okay, okay, okay. My bad, everybody. Go. I'm a fursuit man. <laughs> it's my jeans. <laughs> Southern uh, okay, and Eastern okay, okay, European okay. stock. Continue, continue, continue. Uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? NRS announcements, lack of. Oh, yeah. So it's it's encouraging because a lot of the NRS scene thought that Evo was cool mm-hmm. and that the game actually did show itself 
in a good light. Mm-hmm. Lots of different characters used. New players doing well. Yes. Um, there have been up and comers. The scene is actually there's there's evolution clearly going on in the scene. So I feel like that has caused a little bit more positive light in at least this week on the NRS. Okay. Who knows if that lasts? But uh, but I, I think that's encouraging at least. In the long term, I hope that they announce MK11 not that long from now, because. Uh, you know, 300 plus at Evo for Injustice right. is just not a good look. Now, do you actually feel like that they're not announcing anything maybe because there's some delays or they're changing some stuff? Do you think that was the intention or do you think they're trying to do something different a little bit? I do. Th- it does seem like they're trying to do something a little bit different. I, I, don't, I didn't think, as we said before in our pre-Evo show, I didn't think that this was the time to show MK11. I just okay. didn't think it was the right time. Maybe if it had been a Sunday game with a thousand entrants, maybe a different story. But yeah, they could be saving you know. the announcement for IPS finals or something that, like that. I think that, that's so. much more likely. Where is the IPS finals this you year? You know, I'm not sure. It's a good question. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, they could probably be saving it for then as well. So <clears throat> multiple pros did quit the pro series. You are correct. But mm-hmm. but again, like I said, this week, you know, who knows if it lasts? There has been more of a positive kind right. of feeling in the NRS okay. team. So and I guess Boone has said that they were trying to do something different this time. Yeah, okay. but you, you can never. You know, <laughs> is that real or not? Right, you know? Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So, okay. All right. Well, let's talk about some of the announcements that did happen. I don't think there was any announcements on Saturday, right? So none of the Saturday top eights had any announcements except Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle announced that all the characters are going to be available instantly. Yeah. And so on Monday, instead of releasing character pack four, five, six, or whatever like that, they were just all available at once. They just said, here's all the characters. So I've downloaded all the characters. Obviously, mm-hmm. I've been messing with the first character that I messed with wasn't even G or Sagat. I just started messing with Yuzu, okay. Yuzu Riha right away because she's basically female Johnny, right? So, right, yeah, right, so right, right, I was like, and she was super complicated in Uniel, so I didn't use her there. So I was like, she's definitely going to be easier now. So let's and see if is. I can make her work. And so now I'm trying a Yuzu Jubei team. Cool. Uh, that sounds fun. Yuzu Bay is what I call it, basically. Um, and uh, it's a weird team so far, And uh, but I just want to use the cat because Jubei is really cute. Yeah, I think um, he's good, too. But uh, interesting, a lot, all the characters are announced. That's super cool. I think that's oh, exciting that's to have all the characters out now. Let's just do it now. And so the face of this game is going to change drastically. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to patch that Ruby, that, that weird cross-tag glitch or anything yeah. like that. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they, they, they remove that at some point in time. So. Uh, I've tried Merkava a little bit. He seems fun. Kind of what I expected, I guess. I did try Yuzu. She was much simpler. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Seems strong, I feel. A lot of screen control, a lot of crazy side-to-side mix-ups yeah. potential. Yeah, see, that's what I was worried about. Jubei is married, so I was worried that Nine might get jealous of my Yuzubei team. But, yeah, you know, I, don't uh, I don't know enough about how Nine plays in Blaze Blue to know like what's different. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, with uh, Izayoi. So that's my situation with Jubei. You know, I have no idea what Jubei did in Blaze I didn't, Blue. I have same. no idea what he was supposed to do. Yeah, so. for sure. So I don't know what the difference is, but um, they seem interesting and they seem strong enough. And I feel like Mitsuru is still she seems really strong and just mm-hmm. like fundamentally sound as she was uh, in Persona. Um, uh, who else? Yeah, I haven't messed with... Akihiko seems like he's kind of fun. Yeah, I haven't messed with a lot of the characters so far. Uh, so. I haven't tried them all yet, but the ones that I have messed with, I think, are interesting. None, none of them strikes me as, like, a bad character. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like none of them is, like... Labrys. C- yeah, yeah. Crappy. So, mm-hmm. I haven't tried Labrys yet. Yeah. Did we talk about female Terry No, I was just going to bring it up. Oh, okay, um, okay. No, no, because that was announced at Evo. 
that wasn't announced at Evo, was it? It was I think announced it was. right before Evo they announced it. Or <laughs> maybe it was on my way to Evo or something like that. It was announced like Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right before, right before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so female Terry in SNK Heroines, right? Yeah. Uh, it, that's cool. I haven't paid attention to that game, to be honest, but right. um, I think that's very funny. Okay, okay, so you enjoy the I'm down with it. I think okay. it's cool, yeah. Busty Wolf. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Busty Wolf. Yeah, it's um, definitely... You're not, you're not down with it. It's, it's an interesting decision. <laughs> okay, fair it's enough. An interesting decision. At least they could have oh, spelled his hearts. name. They should could have at least spelled her name with an I instead or something like that. Terry Bogard or something. But I mean, why not just put in, um, what's her face? The, the the girl who's the big Fatal Fury, you know, the Dan fan. What's her name? Anne? Anne? Shit. Oh, I forgot what I... What's her name? What's her name? She's in... She's in um, Alice. That's what it is. Alice. So why not just put in Alice and just make her play like that, you know? It's Terry. Yeah. Terry's been in other things too. Like he's been in. He's got announced for mobile games. He's been announced like, for fighting Ex Layer. Also in fighting Ex Layer. Yeah, he's yes. going to be in fighting Ex Layer. So, um, yeah, it's literally male be. Terry who wakes up overnight as a female. Like it's it's literally him, and he's like confused as to what as to what's going on. So he's just. Uh, so if it's if it's still male Terry, you just, is he do you keep the heat? He's changed pronouns. Or? I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to be glib. I'm not really sure what to do about it. Oh man. Like, did you see the new uh, Jumanji movie? Yeah, yeah, we saw that on the plane on the same side. It was side. actually really yeah. funny. Uh-huh. Um, it was actually really good. But you know, you they kept calling uh, Jack Black it, she because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she woke up in a male body, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought it was a really funny movie. Dude, it was shockingly. I like, was very surprised when I heard it was going to be based on video games. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. But they actually knew video games. Like, they actually, actually did stuff accurately, you know, yeah. like the side people were all NPCs. The NPCs were they great. said the same thing over and over and over again and stuff like that. that was it great. was actually strangely entertaining. So Anyway, yeah, there's that news. Uh, so let's talk about the Sunday games. Yes. Uh, I'm super excited, even though it wasn't a big announcement, but it, to me it's a big announcement. After Guilty Gear, they announced the Arxis, the Arc Revo World Tour. Very cool. They're doing a world tour for Guilty Gear. I am super happy for that. I am going to get in on that as much as I can. Makes sense. I want to help promote Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, and everything else that I, as much as I possibly BBCF. can. BBCF. BBCF. I'm super happy for them. It's about time they have this world tour. Now we can hopefully... I mean, obviously, they're probably going to start small this year. I won't expect, like, here's this event in Latin America. You know, like, I'm not expecting that. But, you know, to, to start adding to the list of all this other stuff like that, I think that's actually really cool to have finally, like, oh, this event is going to be a, 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 a an ARC Revo, an ARC Live... Arc, oh yeah, an ARC Live Tour, World Tour event. And stuff like that because again it draws people in it tells people you know like oh okay we're gonna go visit this event you get better numbers etc etc and i think that's super cool and uh blaze blue cross tag battle came out at a perfect time for that i think the game is in a really cool spot and that's why i'm even more happy they released all the characters now we can just lab them now and figure out what's going on figure out who's strong and everything I don't know. I'm I'm super hype about it's this. Great. I, I I am definitely going to be banging on the door of all the Arxis people sure. here in North America and just being like, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? Please let me do something with this because uh, 
I'm, I'm excited on that. So, And they did say Daisuke is working on a new Guilty Gear game, but who knows what the hell that means. Right. Could be some MOBA game. It could be Iska Times 2, you know, Iska Part 2. You know, Probably which, not, right? Like, hopefully not. You know, who knows what is going on? So, yeah. I mean, don't you think it just it could just be like Guilty Gear Extra Rev Three or something? Yeah, like it could just be that as well. Which I would be fine with as long as they actually take some time to balance the characters a little bit more carefully. Because I know a lot of people haven't been as well. Their their comments to this latest patch was literally nothing's changed. Like, you change the characters, but nothing changed. Right. The good characters are still good. The bad characters are still bad. Right. Only only uh, Raven got nerfed a slightly tiny bit, and it wasn't even that terrible for him and everything like that. But I'll, I'll be honest with you. Doing commentary for Guilty Gear, uh, I it, I just had so much fun. I miss the game so much, and so I really need to get back into that. Yeah, you should. Yeah, let's add Zappa in there. Let's add Robokai potentially in there. They, those guys have all showed up in the story mode. Show Put in another crazy Ass new character that nobody knows what the hell is going on with. You know, let's let's just do it. That'd be cool. Let's do it. So I'd be down for that. Yeah. Uh, before that, there was the s- announcement that there would be a Smash Direct. Oh yeah, Nintendo yeah, yeah, yeah. Direct uh-huh. For Smash, which did occur, uh, and it was ridiculous. Dude, that's I, I was are, I was going to talk about that towards the end. Yeah, yeah, knocking but, uh, it out of the park. Dude, it is wild. 28 days of music in that game, they said. They said if you played all the music back-to-back, 28 it's 28... Hours. Did they? I think they said days, didn't they? Or was yeah, it 28 like, hours? 28 hours, you're right, yeah. you're right. Because 28 days, days is yeah, like you try, all the music. I'm getting confused with the movie, the zombie movie. 28 hours okay. of music. 28 hours of music, yeah. Uh, God, days. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, you can also... Use the Switch like an MP3 player, like in your pocket. That's so sick, yes. Crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, they are putting in hundreds of stages. There's 103 stages, they said. But basically. then if you if you include all of the little changes that you can make to it, and if you include all of the, like, Variants, make it into yeah, uh-huh. battlefield mode or whatever it is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then there are hundreds of stages. Uh, there are, you know, all the characters announced, plus... What? They announced Simon Belmont! Yes! They did. Yes, thank God. That was the, and apparently that was leaked the day before. I saw some people saying oh, that really? it was rumored that he was going to be in because some people data mined something and oh. found like tracks. Like a website or something? No, they oh, found okay. they found like bloody tears as a track, and so people were like, "Huh, dude, they're putting like forty freaking Castlevania songs in there and Castlevania has one of the most storied musical right. background history ever and dude like that is freaking very cool. Simon Belmont and then an Echo Fighter and Richter Belmont oh my god I'm so happy because now like literally you have the video game with Mario Sonic Mega Man Pac-Man Simon like Ryu and, mm-hmm. and Snake Crazy, dude yeah. it's just like the most it's like ah it's like it is basically like I called Smash Wii U like the, the, the video game fans like museum like wet dream kind yeah. of thing like that but this is taking it to a whole really different really level yeah dude. it's like it's like not replicable right mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. It, it has to be smash ultimate for real because yeah, i don't know what yeah. you do beyond this at this point every character plus like a million stages is crazy yeah. uh yeah then of course king k rule well the first there was dark samus yeah the right, echo, echo fighter yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. but yeah then king k rule uh i've never played donkey kong country i know really? that's gonna make everybody mad so i just find it surprising yeah i mean to be honest with you when i first saw it i didn't like it because i just didn't like that weird kind of graphics i don't know there was something weird that was like 
putting something in my head that I just didn't want to play it or something. And I kind of regret it now because I know it's like one of the most yeah. beloved games. I might have to go back and play it because uh, yeah. I, I think it's on the, on the Super Nintendo Mini, which I have. So maybe on stream I'll just sit there and go and play it. It's, it's a really but, fun game. Um, recommended. In any case... I don't have I don't have any knowledge of you know King Cruel or whatever like that so King K Rule so I don't know anything about him so I had no real um, like oh my God he's in the game but his intro was sick right the way that they actually did it yeah yeah they're like, like fake DDDs like yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. faking that he's him and then yeah, yeah actually he actually appears and then. Uh, DK and Diddy, their eyes pop out of the glass. Like, uh, I mean, that's the pun, right? Well that's why they called him King K. Rule, right? I mean, it's supposed, it's supposed to be a pun cool. on Cruel, right? Yeah, of course. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he, he looks cool. I mean, he looks, maybe not cool is the right word, but he looks like King K. Rule. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so I thought that was really cool. But they are definitely Killing it. going crazy. Oh, what was the other one? Krom was the Echo Fighter Krom. for Ike. Yeah, so he's an Echo Fighter. For, right. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, again, I, I know nothing about the Fire Emblem series. Nothing. So. <laughs> nothing. But man, that game is ridiculous. Like, I don't know how they're managing to do this. Like, how do you fit that on a cart? Yeah. The cart is literally this big. How are you fitting all that information on the cart? I don't even feel I like it was, that is a... I thought it was Roy, right? Oh, is he a Roy? I thought he was Ike, because I thought him throw the sword up and do the thing where he jumped up oh, and me, did the oh, crazy did thing, he? Okay, I'm which is the right. Ike, right? Okay. No, Ike is not the Echo Fighter for Mars, is he? Oh, he's Roy and Croft? Okay, whatever. He's a, he's a weird third mixture between all of them. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what the difference is in terms of which characters' names and looks. I can ma- I can picture their move sets, right? But which one goes to which character, right? I don't recall. Okay, that's so, really weird. It's a okay. confusing series for me. But but yeah. Anyway, the Smash Direct was so good. It was almost kind of silly to really? how good it was. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Like, the, they even showed the menu, and they talked about how you can set up tournaments, and, like, all of these little game engine things that they're changing or, or adding mm-hmm. uh, for people to, to play with. Super meter. Right. What Super do you feel you about Super Meter in actual Smash Combat? Probably not good. <laughs> uh, probably not. Because they good. said they were going to nerf them for one on one. They did say that. They did say that. But final Smash Meter. I just. I feel like it's just not going to be. Because I feel like if you knock someone off the edge and you have Mario's giant fireball thing and you just throw it out it's there, just over. that's it. There's nothing they could do. Yeah. So part of me thinks that it's probably not going to be legal unless they can figure out somehow to really, really balance it or something I like just that. Don't see so. it. Some of them are just so so abusive. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, it was cool. Yeah, I re- I'd really be surprised if it was used in competitive play. Yeah. I don't I don't expect it to but be. But there was even one menu item that was blurred out. Right, right. So there's still something that they are, they're going to reveal before it gets yeah. to the end. And I can't even imagine what the hell Oh, I have no idea. possibly And if, if you saw the big banner that has all of the characters on it, uh-huh. there are still some spaces where... Oh, con- really? Okay. Conceivably, you could fit a character. Like, okay, okay. you don't need to fit a character, right, but yeah, like, yeah. conceivably... One could fit. I so mean, I don't know. I honestly just didn't think they were going to be adding anymore. I thought it was yep, done after same. the last direct, but so it's actually kind of crazy. So I wonder. I mean, they even put in Shovel Knight as an assist trophy in there, which they is do. actually pretty funny. So oh, okay, but, all right, all right. So okay. that was the Smash announcement. Um, which one was then next after that? Tekken. Tekken, of course. Of Tekken. Course. 
<laughs> where a character was announced. Well, they announced Lei and right, Anna, before that. which made everyone... And at first they said, welcome to season two. Right. And then you started seeing these crazy-ass wall bounces right, and right, stuff, right, and I was right. just like, this is beautiful, because it's more viewer-friendly stuff. It's just, it just looks sick it now. It looks sick. So I'm wondering how that's going to work. Are they going to make it so screw attacks cause wall bounces maybe maybe the moves that specifically do the the screw attacks call wall cause wall bounce or is it any move is going to call like are there going to be wall splats anymore and everything right because the wall splat has always been an odd mechanic and been kind of weird and it actually ruins combos in a lot of situations so i'm curious how they're going to implement it but like it's such a great visual thing right so it's it's really really cool but Putting Anna in there, and she freaking hits you up into the air with a rocket launcher she and then blasts you out of the sky yeah. with a bazooka was just like the goddamn funniest thing. And I was like, okay, okay. She, look, she looks really good. Uh, I, I was really happy with how she looks. And then I thought Lei looked excellent. Like yeah. they did such a good job with her. Looks so good. And and so Nate, you know Nate Dog, right? He. That's his main character. Okay. Mark apparently never told Nate. Really? He actually hid it from him, and there's actual video footage out there of Nate crying about so how happy he is that Leia's in the game. I guess if you're Nate, you, you think to yourself, like, if Leia's going to be announced, Mark's definitely going to tell me. Right, uh-huh, uh-huh. So you're just, like, sure that there's not going to be a Leia because... Mark's never told you that. Yeah. Uh-huh, that uh-huh. Nice job to Mark. That yeah, cannot uh-huh. be easy. So he hid that from him, and yeah, he said that there's a legit video footage out there of him just like in tears. He's so happy that Leia's in the game. So <laughs> I think he looks really good. And his yeah. play style is really cool, so I'm, I'm happy to have him back. And then the cool thing was they did announce one new character. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But when they showed it, they showed that there was going to be three more characters. And the way that they did it, they were in black boxes, and then there was a red box. So it looks like there's only going to be one guest character, potentially. Right. And, of course, the guest character turned out to be, of all crates. I mean, like, it started, the whistling started, and I was like, huh? And then they, like, you showed know what the meant, silhouette. Like and then they showed the silhouette, and I was like. And then he started talking, and I was like. Yeah. And then it said, Tekken Cross Walking Dead. And I was like, oh. I was still like, what? Yeah, cause, and then they announced Negan. Negan from The Walking Dead. Talk to me about who Negan is. Negan is basically kind of like the bad guy of of The Walking Dead. He's the, you know, the, the, the show is more about internal human strife than it is trying to survive zombies all day, right? And Negan is basically the bad guy. He's known for having the bat with all the barbed wires around it, named that. Lucille. And, oh, really? Okay. Um, yeah, and he recently, well, I don't, I can't like talk King's about, guitar? like, can I actually... Do Walking Dead spoilers in here at this point in time? Oh, yeah, maybe that's not a good idea. Is there anybody in the chat who doesn't want to hear Walking Dead spoilers? Uh, If I see anybody say no. Okay, some people are saying nope right now. It's fine. Don't don't bother. Yeah, I'm not going to bother. But, like, he's been known to, you know, take out some crucial characters and stuff like that. So, you know, that's the joke that I mentioned earlier, but I won't go any further than that. But, um, yeah, that's all I know about him is that he's the bad guy. And according to Michael Murray, they're like, well, you know, apparently everyone liked the geese and the Akuma bad guys. So, like, let's try to throw in as many bad guys as they can. They're both fans of The Walking Dead, so they, like, 
reached out to them to do that. And uh, there was even a tweet from a while ago of like Harada joking about walking, like talking to someone about The Walking Dead. Did and now really? everybody's like, oh, okay. So there you go. So Wow. Well, yeah. That's a. I feel like that is a strange reasoning. Like, the, to take the lesson that everybody liked Akuma and Geese because they're villains? Like, we like that because they're cool. sick characters from other franchises that we have all played. Right? <laughs> like, the fact that they're villains is, like, kind of secondary. Yeah. If I even mean, that. It's weird because now, essentially, The Walking Dead, Final Fantasy XV, Street Fighter... King of Fighters slash Fatal Fury and Tekken all take place in the same universe. <laughs> I just want to see what they're going to so do. So then, are the Marvel characters also in the same universe? It's true. They are. They are. They're all in the same universe. In so the Darkstalkers universe is the same thing? Yep. Mm-hmm. They're all in the same. Mega Man's in the same Mega universe. Mega Man's there. For, forgotten Soldiers, you know, um... Uh, legendary wings, quiz and dragons. Yeah, yeah, they're all in the same, same universe. So there you go. I mean, I bet you can find like some mobile game where there's a Marvel crossover with right. some wild stuff. I just, I just gotta wonder though, how weird is it just to have Negan fighting in that game? It's just gonna be like, what, is he gonna walk around being like, I walk through this like teleport? What am I doing here? Kind of thing like that, you know? Like, what, what, what is this explanation why he's there? And then. Someone made the best Photoshop ever, which they Photoshopped Megan in the shower head and like the, the, the little swimming ring and everything like that. And they were like, thanks, Tekken. And I was like, okay, that's good shit. That shooting. actually is hilarious. Yeah. It's actually really funny. So. It's got to be a surprise if you're whoever is Negan's actor. Now you're going to be like voice acting him in a video uh, game. It's got to be like quite an unexpected Yeah, in a video twist. game that's not the Walking Dead video right, game. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. And presumably it'll be like, I don't know. Uh, that's actually kind of strange. Soul Calibur 2. Oh, we didn't talk about Soul Calibur. Oh, that's Anything right. Anything else to say about our, Tekken? Um, it looks cool. They're killing it. Killing it. Predictions on the three other characters. I want Julia. Okay. And I want Roger. Oh, those Roger are the two, will be sick. Those are the two characters that I tried to learn, and they're both strangely not in the game. I'm down for Roger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. P-Jack. <laughs> Another Jack. Yeah, Julia's got to be in there. Marduk, Marduk would be Marduk very would cool. Be a good one. I'm, yeah, I'm down yeah. for that too. But I know they didn't want to put in. Uh, they didn't want to put in Roger because they were afraid of beating up on animals or something like that. Or, which is weird because there's bears in the game. Maybe they will put in Gom. Maybe they'll just put in the little tiny Tyrannosaurus back in there. So, is Julia dead? Is she actually dead? Whatever. It doesn't even matter. Whatever. Nobody ever stays dead. Uh, yeah, Astroth was announced. That was very cool for yes. Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. He looks just like Astroth. Like, I don't know what I expected, but mm-hmm. whatever it is, he looks just like the character. Uh, his his voice lines are just as dumb as always. You know? <laughs> he's just talking about his kill. Yeah, he's just right. he's like Urien in Third Strike. Okay. Destroy. Okay. Like, okay. Shatter. Scatter. Yeah. It's an also Die. Xiaomina. Shut up. <laughs> That's what he says. Hey. Uh, thanks. Uh, but Xiomina is in there now yeah. as well. So uh, they announced two new characters. I imagine there's going to be more characters. Squirm. For the game. Scream. <laughs> That's what he does. Is yeah, Xiomina too. Is he bigger now than he was before? Uh, he didn't look bigger to me. Okay, okay. So... Uh. Yeah, the rage art. Was the rage art the one where he had the riding on the horse and like chopping you, or was that somebody else? I don't think that was him. Oh, that was somebody else? Okay, okay. 
But yeah, no, uh, they're they're going through there. I wonder how many more new characters are going to add and everything like that. But it's always good to add the favorites back like that, so people are going to be happy. Oh, that was Nightmare who had the horse super. Okay, okay, cool. Um, okay, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. So the only thing they really announced was Cooler, right? right? So they just announced Cooler, but then the patch came out, and the patch has done some crazy, crazy ass things out there. So, uh, but. Cooler was there. My only reaction was that is, is his name really Cooler? That's like Freezer and Cooler. Yeah, I just, I couldn't believe it that that's what it was doing, so. He looks like a big body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at first I was like, oh, he just looks like Frieza, but then all of a sudden, sh- armor and all this crazy stuff like there, so. Yeah. Um, again, I, it's it's frustrating because I don't know anything about the lore, so I can't sure. be like, oh my god, they put Cooler in the game! And I don't know anything about it, so. Uh, Their dad really is King Cold? I'd believe it. it almost, you can tell me anything. I'd it almost it. feels like I should have been watching this show because of all the bad puns in this. Well, I mean, from thing, you know, uh, all the. I mean, I'm not a big follower of it, but I remember watching it occasionally in the 90s with my brothers, and I always thought it was funny. Oh, and Cooler's only in the movies. He's not really officially it's canon. Like that was definitely okay. a good series. Okay. Okay. No, I don't trust you, Mr. Friday. <laughs> don't trust you at all. Okay. Uh, their granddad is named Chill. Okay. Chilled. Um, but uh, it looks neat. Looks pretty cool. Looks neat. I think the I think the the main thing really is the patch that came out. A lot of changes in the patch. And that has come out. Yes, and so uh, you know there is um, like it's interesting. They they made it so that I mean Tien looks really good. They now. buffed Tien. They like, he looks a little really, quite a bit. Yeah, he looks really good right. Like now. a lot of things yeah. about him. It almost makes me want to go back and play the game again. So, but. You know, in the whole discussion that we can't play everything, yeah. Dragon Ball is kind of one of the ones that I've just like have been. It's been on the chopping block. Same. But the fact that Tien got buffed almost makes me want to play it, though. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm curious about how Beerus will shape up. Uh, he's one of the first characters I tried in the game and I enjoyed, but he just clearly was not very good. I don't think that the changes that they made to him are going to make him great, but mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what you can do with the fact that if you put a ball out and then you hit the ball with a normal, you can now cancel that normal into something. Right. So what can you set up for that? What kind of... Do you put another ball out? Do you, you use a movement right. option? Like, There's like a lot of ideas I feel like you can put out there mm-hmm. to, to create. So I'm, I'm curious about that. Yeah. Uh, they buff Broly. His assist seems like it's quite a bit better. That's mm-hmm. cool to me. They nerf Cell a little bit. They nerf bit. Kid Buu. They, re- they made it so that their roll can't hit behind them anymore. So right. um, Kid Buu doesn't have that crazy corner mix-up anymore, So which people were looking for now. So they could block it just fine. But obviously it was something that they probably didn't want and they just didn't like it. So... Yeah, I don't think that Beerus is going to end up strong, like I said. I just I think that there's going to be some cool stuff that you can do with that. So mm-hmm. I don't expect that to be like a tear-making thing for him, but it seems fun. type a sentence like Champa is cooler than Beerus because that just sounds like three names of characters to me. So I have no idea. Cooler! Exactly. So, yeah, but Cell isn't that nerfed. He still has TODs and stuff like yeah. that, so... Yeah, I mean, it, it does seem like the game should end up being a little bit more balanced. Mm-hmm. I'm no expert in the game. I haven't kept up with it that well. But from what I understand, it seems like it should be better balanced, which would be nice, at least for viewing purposes. Um, I have not tried Goku or Vegeta. 
I haven't tried them can't, yet either. Can't speak about Some it. people are saying they look really good, okay. I saw, so, but I don't know anything about them, unfortunately. So. Me neither. And then, of course, there was Street Fighter V. Shout-outs to, uh, to the marketing team for doing that little, uh, that little ARG thing that they had where they just got a bunch of us to take pictures with those, with those signs. And then they, did they give you those, or did they, like... <laughs> Have you take a picture and then you had to give it back? They said I could keep it if I really wanted to, and I was like, I it's fine, just take okay. it back, just take it back. I don't okay. really have Fair any enough. point to hold on to this or anything like that. But that was actually really cool, you know, setting up a lot of like little things and having people figure out the codes and everything yeah, like very that. Very cool idea. I actually think that that was actually really fun. But they, the madman did it. They did it last week. I was like, you know what? I, I feel like they should reveal both characters. Yeah. But I'm setting myself up for too much. For sure. Not only did they do it, but they said they were both coming out, both coming out on Monday. Which I, is that's that's crazy. such a surprise. Such a surprise. I know. It's like it's it tells you how much I don't expect it. <laughs> <laughs> things oh, from them um, that the the fact that they did that it just feels like the greatest thing ever. Dude. I'm I'm <sighs> so happy for both G and Sagat. They look yeah. great. Dude. Their their models look great. Their uh, appeals to the older versions of themselves, or at least the characters that they're a mm-hmm, callback mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. Great job. The animations are great. Yeah. Um, the they seem like strong, or at least viable characters. Yeah. A lot of people are off on Sagat right now, don't but I it. just I don't, don't believe it. I just saw. I, I was just like, no, his fireballs are so good don't, in this game. Yeah. yeah, uh-huh, yeah do so. not. I do not believe that for a second. Uh, but but really, I mean, I was. Yeah, Sagat being tall and st- he's dude. tall and he, dude, he's so like lithe and and stringy and like yeah. you can see like the muscles and he's dude, sinewy. I he's so love good the looking. fact that he looks. He's back to that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar he's kind huge. of character now. And I joke that because it's the second half of season three, it should be called season three second impact giant attack. Okay. Because they added two. Because G is dudes. freaking gigantic too, dude. He's a tall character. He is super tall. I mean, he he forgot that this looks like a Thai boxer. Like yeah. They like they changed some of his normals in a way that fits better with how like a Muay Thai character is supposed to. Yeah. Like his act, uh-huh. like the actual moves that they he do. He doesn't look stupid like he did. Because when he first came out in Alpha, I really did not like that yeah, look at look. all. I did not like that look at all. I never so. liked that as much as Tall Thin Sagat. So I'm, I'm happy that that is back. Um, they made Crouching Fierce the big crush counter. Like that's super satisfying. Mm. I mean, really, like Capcom that weekend, Evo and, and now. Uh-huh. I am super happy, very impressed, both the marketing side, like you talked about, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and also the game dev side. They did great. Yeah, like, they, they really did a good job. And honestly, G looks... I mean, he's, he seems really fun. If this is the part of the show where I can finally talk about G for 20 minutes, let me know. Okay, like, if you okay, have anything okay, else okay. to say first, Well, all I'm just going to say is that G has made you happy for many reasons. <laughs> yes. If anything, just to make sure Q will not show up in the game. G is like... My dream. Uh, he he is a defensive grappler, which is a mm-hmm, rare archetype, mm-hmm. rare take on that archetype. But my favorite kind. He is a callback to Q without being Q, which, as you say, makes it so that Q won't be in the game. He, they preempted Q, right? Uh-huh. So I don't have to worry about Q ending up with backwards knees, right? Because there's not Q. 
Dude, I think it's even he funny. Exists. That, I think it's even funny that like the standing roundhouse and the crouch roundhouse or callbacks to Q where he doesn't fall over. Yeah. You know? Uh, there was a really, really good comparison video somebody put mm-hmm, up on mm-hmm. our Street that. Fighter. Highly recommended viewing where they, they compare a lot of G's moves with Q's moves. And some of them, like you said, sweep, uh, stand roundhouse versus Q background house are very similar looking, but G like doesn't flop. <laughs> it's as if the way they put it in the video was that they've been degraded. Yeah. So uh-huh. when Q does it, there's like degraded versions. And you can even look at like uh, Q jump roundhouse versus G jump roundhouse, both of which are kind of a flippy do. Right. Yeah, but yeah, Q's uh-huh. is like very haphazard. He just goes. Right. Just, uh-huh, whereas uh-huh. G's is like a nice looking. The legs right. are like in a good form. Yeah, I didn't even realize that most of the jumping attacks were even that similar. Oh, very close. You know, I saw the jumping fears for sure, the jumping heavy punch, but I didn't realize like everything else was even that close. But yeah, he he's, is. He's even like a political junkie, you know. Like I just feel like it's like my character. I'm they, they super made happy. The character, so he's he stands for the the G and DPG at long. Graham. He's Graham, basically. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, really, like in playing him. Super Tuesday. I don't, why does he say that? Well, he, I guess he's supposed to be some American president type character, oh. and you know, in U.S. politics. The uh, presidential primaries, right, uh-huh. the biggest day when the most primaries happen is called Super Tuesday. Yeah, but for it's him, a- it's Super Tuesday. <laughs> for every other everyone it, else. It's, it's such a specific call-out, you know? Like, right, I just, uh-huh. It's like, did, did the devs in Japan, like, I guess they... Is maybe Super Tuesday is a bigger Dude, worldwide event than I thought. I didn't think it was. Super Arcade has to move their Street Fighter to Tuesday. Oh, that'd be cool. We call it Super Tuesday. That'd be yeah, funny. yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, he's power like, to the. Uh, of course, in Japan, Japanese, he sounds like he says power to the ass. Does he? Okay. Like, I, he goes power to the ass. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, okay. Like, well, in in the English dub, light it up when you do a a move and cancel it into taunt uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, he really sounds like he says white power yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know uh-huh. what he's supposed to be saying uh, the, 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 it doesn't say white power it's one earth one earth no way yeah uh-huh. he says one earth one earth one earth yeah see it's some people in the chat are saying he literally says one earth I can't hear it, but yeah. I'll try from now on to hear that because I've been bothered by this dude saying one power <laughs> But dude, like he's his animations are oh, really funny, great, dude. Man. I love the little great. little hat tip things that he does. Wait, the backwards walk. When you, you when know? you start to walk forward, he goes, and then he start and then he continues oh, to walk. Oh, I didn't realize that's what he was doing. He I goes, saw the goes, goes. I didn't and he realize walking. that. Okay. Every okay, time you walk funny. forward. It's that's so funny. good. Dude, it's, that's he's funny. Such a, he's what such a message to the people do? What's message to the people? Where he starts doing the speech and gets the Mika head bubble thing. Oh, uh, he's building meter. Oh, it just it's builds his... Building. Oh, it's regular meter building? Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. all it is? Oh, yeah. okay. So okay. He, he has... He has uh, the level up mechanic where mm-hmm, his moves mm-hmm. get they do more damage, better juggle properties, uh, safety in some, in some right, situations yeah, like yeah. they improve. So there's that's down down two punches. Right. But down down kicks, if you just hold it, he just builds meter. Right. But okay, you, okay. you can use it in the same way. You can cancel special moves into meter right. building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're already at max level of presidential power, presidentiality, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, then you can build meter instead if you want. Okay. Okay. Dude, he's crazy too because someone was saying you really have to focus on everything that's going on with him because your presidential power is going to be going up and down, up and down. 
I really like the mechanic that he gets knocked down and it goes away. Because now, when you play him, if you've got like standing reset characters, maybe that's not what you do. Maybe you have to like combo and like if you crush counter and can combo into sweep, you're gonna combo into sweep just to lower his presidentiality. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's actually kind of neat. I really do. The V skill might be a little too buff right now, but the V skill's crazy it's strong. So good. It's crazy strong. It's like a free anti it's like Cody, but he doesn't hurt himself, right? It's wildly strong. Like there are some jump attacks that are so far that if you if you can hit his belly more or less, uh -huh, then you'll uh -huh. hit him out of it. Right. But uh very few jump attacks do that. Like, here's an example of the strength. Akuma jumps at you, and you just press V-Skill 100% of the time. Mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. they do a jump attack, you anti-air freely. If they do jump into fireball, you absorb it and you punish. Right. As he's landing. It's a free punish. He just can't jump at you. Like, so as long as you're on... Devils reverse? Jeez. Yeah, it beats, beats Devils. Like, it's... It's very strong. Dude, okay. it's like better than Cody's. I think it doesn't it's the even best. hurt himself. Yeah. I honestly think uh, it's the best V skill right now. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. It's it's so useful. You can use it in the air. You can use it in the air. Now, does it absorb attacks? It does. Well, it just, it just beats. It, it just goes it's through the uppercuts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right? I mean, like it. It's just an attack when it encounters attacks. Right. But it has a really good hitbox. Yeah, I mean, some people have noticed the instant air jump light kick that only works on the tall characters, but he gets a free 50-50 on everybody now as a result with jump light kick into V-Skill, and then he can combo you after that if he has presidentiality up. But So it, it is fun from the from the player's perspective. I, just, I hadn't thought about the fact that opponents need to treat him differently to knock him down. Mm -hmm, that, that's a cool mm -hmm, point. Mm -hmm. um, but as the player, yeah, you constantly have to be on the lookout for what level you're at because your combos are all different. Right. So if, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's happened to me a bunch so far where I'll find a hit and then I'll combo and it drops and I'm like, what happened? But I was at the wrong presidentiality. Mm -hmm, that has happened. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just have to be aware of that. I think that's really fun. Um, and, and seriously, he is so much like Q in terms of gameplay, at least how I've been using oh, him. Interesting. Super, okay. super similar. It's just no charges. He's not even a charge character. I thought he was going to be a charge character me too, too, but yeah. he's not, dude. That's um, crazy. But in terms of his... His game plan. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's ideal, but the way I've been treating it is is just like you. I'm pressing stand medium kick in footsies in exactly the same mm -hmm, places. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm pressing stand short in footsies in exactly the same places. Roundhouse the same. Mm -hmm, jump mm -hmm. medium kick the same. Jump fierce the same. Um, you know, taunt in Q for Q is presidentiality level up. Right, uh, uh, even uh, uh, even down to command grab which is not as fast as you'd think, and it's not their invincible, mm -hmm. so you can't use it like an SPD. It's not an SPD. Right. Because I've, I've dashed forward a lot and tried it, and I get grabbed oh, on reaction. It's very okay, reactable. Okay, okay, okay. So like C and DB for Q, very reactable move. You really have to flummox somebody to land it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's what you have to do. Like You just treat right. it differently. Okay, okay. Uh, and I've been playing Total Destruction, which is V-Trigger 2, Danger as president, right? Have you seen Danger? Uh, have you seen um? It's just like total automatic total setup for it. He has a setup where he knocks you down and he just tries to meaty grab you. And if you wake up throw, he beats you. And if you wake up jab, it absorbs it. Right. And it'll grab. But it's like perfectly timed to oh to like. That to, makes sense. To yeah. Both of them. So. But you just you just can't be. You have to be farther range, and I don't. The range is not great, but um, you can cancel it out of buttons, right. and it's enough startup start that, for example, you can do forward fierce cancel into command grab, and it mm -hmm. will it will hit. Okay. So, okay. like, there's a lot of situations where he would be minus forward fierce is minus two, I think it is, 
So in that case, a lot of times the opponent wants to press a button, mm-hmm. but you've canceled in the command grab and you absorb the button, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which which again is like a very Q-like mix-up. Like you're like you you are kind of preying on when they want to press buttons, right. and you're not dealing a ton of damage in doing mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. But it's it just feels super super similar to me. Um, at the same time, he has a fireball. He has an axe kick, which is safe on block. Uh, he has big buttons. He has a cross-up. special axe kick I thought was minus five unless it's at level three. Then Correct. it's minus two. But minus yeah. five at a range where I don't think anybody can Oh, finish. if you do the spacing right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, okay. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no. He's... Like, he, he has good, like, jab, counter-hit strong mm-hmm. works, right? Like it should. Mm-hmm. Like, he, stand short is just like Q stand short. A little bit different animation, but very similar usage. Except it's bufferable. So you can do stand short buffer into dash punch, because you don't need charge. Right. Uh-huh. So you're just walking around like you're Zangief in SF4, stand short into EX green right. hand. Uh, but it's meterless, yeah, and it's yeah. only minus four right. on block at range. I mean, I think he's really good. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. I think he's a very strong character. I think I think both of his V-Triggers are really good. V-Trigger one's probably better, but I've only, I'm only playing Total Destruction because that's what I want to do. Right, of course. Oh, guess Perry God. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> I've played Street Fighter V probably three times this year. Uh-huh. This year! Honestly. Yeah. Um, I've Maybe longer than that because I, I only played Marvel after Marvel came out and Injustice. Mm-hmm. And then I only played Dragon Ball and Injustice. Right. And then I only played... Injustice, and then I only played BB Tag and Injustice. Right. I really think it hasn't been since like Marvel Infinite Drop that I've played Street Fighter Five more than just a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been basically checked out of that game, but I am in there. I- I'm actually I'm super in there. I'm honestly actually curious to see how Sagat is going to end up because this. So someone, I mean, Hatson did the, the the frame data stuff, and his High Tiger and Low Tiger are super fast. They're faster than they were in Street Fighter 4. High Tiger is ridiculous, by the way. Like, if you had a character that couldn't crouch High Tiger, like, they would just be locked down forever. Because literally, heavy Tiger shot from, like, three-fourths of the screen is like, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. It's almost a true block streak. He has no delay on High Tiger, which is really fascinating to me because I think Sagat is going to be more High Tiger than Low Tiger now. And it's going to be really interesting. So you're just going to try to be shutting people down, like, from the jumping and they have to crouch anything. And then the, the Low Tiger will be catching people when they're sleeping and stuff like that. But... I don't. I I, I, I like that. I, I hope he turns out to be a really strong zoner. They said Bonchan streamed like for 24 hours or 12 hours or something playing it, and he had like 10k viewers because everybody wanted to see what he thought of uh, Sagat, and he was just sitting there playing him forever. And makes me he happy. looks really really happy. I mean, uh, Anna from Red Bull was like tweeting all these pictures of like Bonchan literally like crying I saw and just that. like I you saw know that. like all this other stuff, and he's just so happy and everything like that. So. Um, well, I hope he does throw tiger shots because I'm just going to press V skill and get three V triggers per round, which I have done. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm, I actually want to go online and play Sagat. I just want to see how he feels. S- Sagat, so. Sagat is is. Uh, I feel like he very much like Street Fighter Four Sagat, uh, not vanilla Sagat, but later Sagats, where he's a he's a pretty good character still. He will probably struggle in some matchups, but I think that he's he's got really good screen control. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got really plus buttons. Like mm-hmm. his up close buttons are really plus on block. Forward short is low. 
forward medium kick. Is it yeah, medium so kick it's now? It's medium okay. kick, yeah. So, yeah. like, I've been, I got caught off guard by that a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just uh, didn't uh, expect uh, it. Um, mm-hmm. But that's really good. You can link out of it. Uh, Crazy. His thing. jump normals seem really good. I just feel I like think, he's very I think the, the, the thing that makes him weak is that I think his V triggers are underwhelming. Really? I don't feel like Oh, dude, V trigger one seems really good to me. Because you only get two of them. But they're so super good. Yeah, they are super good. They are. They're the best good. projectiles. They're crazy yeah, good. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. So fast, you can't duck them. Like five hits or something? Yeah, you can carry towards medium kick and towards heavy kick. So, I, in fact, some combos you almost have to. You do have to. If you do V-trigger two, boom, boom, into the kick juggle, if you hold it and juggle them with the last kick, they're kind of far away enough that you have to carry cancel into uppercut. Oh, dude, so. I don't think V-trigger one sucks at all. I think that's crazy. Uh, I don't think it's, it's the best in the bars, game or anything, yeah. but I, I think it's really good. I think they're both good. Mm-hmm. V-Trigger 2 seems good to me. Better pressure out of it. I like that. Crush, okay. uh, not crush counter. Um, guard break? Yeah, I'd be interested if V-Trigger 1 was two bars instead. I think he's a really good uh, mid-range control character. Yeah, I think he's going to be better than people are. some people are saying. I can't believe that. Like, I just... It, you know, this happens a lot, right? right Where right. a new character comes I out mean, and people dump on him. But I'm going to say one thing right now. I think Sagat would have been the character to give back, just just give him invincible uppercuts. I would have been cool with that. Just give him the invincible uppercuts. Just do it. I think it would have been sick if he had that, so. Um, the stage is awesome. The Sagat stage is really beautiful, by the way. Oh, it looks great, yeah. Yeah, and I don't have it because I don't have enough fight money because I haven't been playing any Street Fighter. So it's time for me to go online and play some Street Fighter, get some fight money for some stages and stuff like that. So, Well, I love G a lot. Yeah, Angry Scar Uppercut. That's true. That should have just been invincible. That should have been invincible. That should have just been invincible. I'm with that. So. That makes sense. Yeah. But I still think he's a really good character. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it would just have been cool just to really just make him Sagat. It's, it's you know would be cool I mean? me too. So, Agreed. Yeah. Uh, all right, you uh, <laughs> no problem. Anything else to say it. here? You want to take a break? Um, yeah, let's take a break. But I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, the new feature that they have in in online, definitely use that. So basically, if you play ranked and you lose, now one of the options is go to training mode with the current two characters. And I think that's beautiful. Uh, that's one of those small, subtle quality of life changes, but it's so good. Definitely make sure you use that. Yeah. So while it's fresh in your head, while you're losing to something, just choose that. Go in there and lab it while you're waiting for your next ranked match. I think that's, I think that's a beautiful option. So that it's, is very it's cool. things like that that I feel like need to, like that make me happy. That Definitely make me yeah. happy because Street Fighter Five, obviously since the beginning, has not done the best in terms of. Just you know, little good quality of life things, and that I think is 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 a really cool thing in there. So, um, do you feel like because they release them so early that they might try to throw some secret hidden characters towards the end of the year? Okay. So happy year! I'm, I'm I'm fine with that. I think they have done a great job for these two characters. Do you feel like cool. there needs to be a balance change now that Evo is done? I'm, yeah, maybe a, maybe a small one, but nothing okay. nothing big. Yeah, I honestly don't think there's really anything. I, I would not make any big changes. It. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. Alrighty. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a lot of other fighting game news that have happened, uh, and including some tournaments that we did not get a chance to talk about, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, be right back, guys. All right, y'all. All right. Sorry for the extra long break. That's my bad. I had to take a phone call. But uh, we're back into it now. 
That's right. And we're going to talk about some stuff that has been happening over the last uh, couple of weeks, all the way back to before Evo. <laughs> yeah, there really isn't much because at this time everybody saves everything for Evo. So there's really not much to talk about at this point in time. I did want to talk about some event results, you know, that we skipped over because uh, we didn't get a chance to do any coverage uh, this last week because we just did the Evo special and that was it. Yeah. Of course, that was uh, Kumite in Texas and Low Tier City 6. Uh, Kumite in Texas, uh, they had Smash Brothers Melee available there. Uh, CLN Absent Page uh, and Dignitas Lucky, both in seventh place with Fox. Uh, fifth place was C9 Mango with Falco, and then ALG Nun with Captain Falcon and Ganondorf. Fourth place, TNC Army with Ice Climbers. Third place, Alliance Armada with Peach and Fox. Second place, TSM Leffen with Fox. And then first place was Liquid Hungry Box. Indeed. There with Jigglypuff and Ness. So, I mean... Uh, I, I, I watched some of that. Oh, did you? Oh, okay, did, okay. Yeah, it was, it was actually really cool. Um... Yeah, Hungry Box played really well, but Leffen, Leffen like definitely was playing really well. You can see it going to Evo that he was, okay. he was looking strong. Okay. Uh, then Super Smash Brothers Wii U, uh, seventh place were SRC Tyroy with Bayonetta and Samsora with Peach, Rosalina, and Luma. Fifth place was Lima with Bayonetta and EMG Mistake with Bayonetta. Uh, those are uh, two of the Bayonettas. And fourth place, Captain Zack Bayonetta. Third place was PGE Sam with Pikachu. Second place, Elegant with Luigi, Mario, and Duck Hunt. And for, first place was GRV DeBuzz with Rosalina yeah. and Lame style. Luma. And, and keep in mind also at Evo, MK Leo couldn't make it to Evo as well. That's right. He got sick right beforehand. And he had then, chicken pox. That's right. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he couldn't actually make it in that's there. That's crazy, yeah. Some people in the chat are mentioning that there were some new DOA characters. Uh, it was Diego. Like Diego and Rig, Rig or something like that, I think, was announced or something and uh, I can't remember now uh, Tekken uh, Project M was also played there which won by R3 Sosa with Wario nice uh, Tekken 7 was played 1-3-4 with Brian and ITS Shinblade with Geese in 7th Link with Nina and Zbeastly one with Brian in 5th 4th place was Lazy with Jin and Devil Jin 3rd place Careless with Leo 1st place The Realist Josie and Fang and first place was Byako with Cosme. Uh, and Street Fighter V Arcade Edition was played there. Seventh place was Jian with Abigail and WLPH Zaith with Birdie. Uh, fifth place was Ollie Wally with Colleen and Camp. Camp? What the heck? It must be Cammy. Yeah. Uh, fifth place, Atomic Buster with Zangief. Fourth place, GGEA Dr. African with Vega, Nikali, Cammy. Look, all the top four were GGEA, okay? Yeah, so it was yeah. all GGEA win here. Nigel with Balrog in third. Toy with M. Bison and Armika. And Oliver Queen in first with Akuma. Makes sense. There you go. Uh, yeah, there was definitely a DOA booth over there. They were showing off a lot. They had the last DOA 5 uh, tournament for at EVO there. And then, uh, you know, I had DOA 6 that was playable over there as well. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters was played. Seventh place was Ronin Chu with Piccolo, Goku Black, and Tien. And Raven with Cell, 16, and SS Vegeta. Fifth place was GGEA Jato with 18, Tien, and Black. And Sothia with Cell, SS, GSS, Goku, and Black. Uh, fourth place was Dr. Goodbear with Fuse, Zamasu, Cell, and Black. Uh, third place was KH Black <laughs> with Grohan, Kid Buu, and SS Vegeta. Second place, Crescent Doza with SSG with Blue Goku, Goku Black, and SS Goku. And first place, Shinku with Bardock, Kid Buu, and Cell. 
Yeah. I, wa- I watched some of that, too. It was good. Okay. And uh, Blazewood Cross Tag Battle, seventh place was Hitbox Reedman with uh, Batista and Carmine, and Bojack with Azrael and Ruby. Fifth place was Milk Kaicho with uh, Unknown Team and Arrow Link with Ruby and Yang. Fourth place, Crescent Doza with Yu and Ruby. Third place, Jan with Waldstein and Iron Tager. Second place, Shinku with Yang and Ruby. And first place, Beta Do with Ragna and Hyde. I watched all of that. Oh, cool. How was that? It was fun. Okay. Uh, it definitely cool. seemed to me like Beta Dude and Shinku were the best players there. Okay, okay. Uh, Jan is always a strong player, but I feel like his usage of the team could be stronger. He could just become coach for Koji, KOG, and uh, and and, well, and I mean, they're, he's definitely best friend of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I felt like Doza said that he doesn't play the game that much. We got fourth place anyway, mm-hmm. so I, you know it was fun to watch. But I feel like definitely the top two were the strongest. Okay, okay. Uh, just gonna skip through here. Super Smash Brothers Four was won by Karo Karopi or Karopoi maybe with Pikachu and Captain Falcon and Justice Two was uh, won by GGEA Ominous with Black Adam and nice. Super Turbo was Sean FPA in first. Mortal Kombat XL was Echo Fox Scar with Demolition Sonya Blade. Ultra Street Fighter was won by TWG Arthur with E Honda. Guilty Gear Exert Rev 2 was won by Ido Didact with Elfelt. And uh, Blaze Blue Central Fiction was Beta Dude with Ragna. Killer Instinct was run by UA Base with Spinal. That was a good tournament. MVCI was won by Punisher, Hitbox Punisher with Hawkeye and Raccoon with Space Gem. UMBC3 was won by Hitbox Reedman with Magneto, Dante, and Frank West. It's, it's a good tournament. I'm, I'm glad that the KIT folks are doing it in Texas as well because Texas needs more big mm-hmm. tournaments. There's so many players there, so much strength there, and it's a good spot in the sort of south slash Midwest for those different regions yeah. to attend. So I think un- that's was, really cool. It was an unfortunate scheduling time to be one week before EVO because... Yeah, right. Not a lot of people went to both. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, like I said, you could see... Uh, in that tournament that there were some strong players in, well, Melee was there. There were definitely people testing things out, uh, but as same in, in the other games, too. It was it was cool to watch. And, you know, they always have really good production. The KIT guys. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Panda, Panda X Global, yeah, Panda X, X Gaming. Gaming. Yeah, they, they do uh, really good work. So I'm, I'm yeah. happy that they're doing it in Texas. That's something mm-hmm. I'd love to see more of. Yep. Hopefully next year they won't have such a close time. I'm yeah. sure they were trying to do something after EVO. Right, you got to think. And then EVO was announced in August, and they're like, what the hell? So, yeah, there you go. Um, also, there was a tournament all the way out in Scandinavia. Just kind of want to give a shout-out to that called Head Stomper. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was streamed on Unequal Media, Unequaled Media. Oh, in uh, Denmark. Uh, oh, is it? Was right? it in Denmark? Am I see. right about that? In, yes, Copenhagen, Denmark. There you go. Okay. And uh, Tekken 7, uh, the top four were Circa Joey Fury with Jack 7 and Paul, YMCA Joe Polix with Claudio Fang, UIU Fergus with Asuka and Katarina, and first place CGG Tishuban with Master Raven. And for Street Fighter Arcade Edition, Street Fighter V Arcade Edition, fourth place was NVD Momi with Kami. I just want to point out that my favorite player of all time, uh, Jiawa, was also in fifth place with Akuma. My man. Third place, Fnatic or Fnatic with uh, Fnatic Shacks with Laura and Kami. Second place, Ares RB Luffy with Armiga in first place, Mouse Esports Problem X with Abigail. How about that? The grand finals there, they both got an Evo top eight. Yeah, no, I mean. Makes sense, right? Yeah. And, and it's crazy, too, because Problem X actually did it mostly with Bison, which was super yeah. cool. He didn't even go with Abigail at all in top mm-hmm. eight. So, uh, Guilty Gear Exit Rev 2 was won by Pachko, or Pacho uh, Psychedelic Pet with Potemkin. 
Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters was won by Juicy Joe with Cell, Grohan, and SS Vegeta. So there you go. That was uh, Head Stomper. So shout-outs to that event over there. Cool. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, so Combat Club is hosting online Injustice 2 qualifiers for Liga Latina, which is part of the Injustice Pro Series in 2018. So check that out. Uh, Combat Club will be running weekly online qualifiers every Thursday at 8 p.m. Uh, UCT minus 3 time uh, on their Twitch channel. From these four qualifiers, 16 players will earn the chance to compete in Rio de Janeiro. That tournament on its own boasts $2,700 in prizes and two qualifier slides, slots for the Latin America Injustice Pro Series event. Cool. So there you go. Uh... Uh, for Omen of Sorrow, they announced at EVO that two new characters were added to there. Emotep and Adam mm -hmm. have been added uh, to the game. And uh, I talked to Felipe again at EVO, and he, sees, he said that people seem really happy with the game. They seem to be really enjoying it and everything like that. So that'll be coming out soon. Um, it's like they, sometimes they have very interesting designs. Yeah. All the characters that I've tried in that game are, are uniquely done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I said, when, when I first talked to Felipe and was talking about you know the characters and mechanics and everything like that, you could tell he had a really strong understanding of like game mechanics and doing interesting things and everything like that. So I'm excited to see uh, how it's going to be. Yeah, Emotep like from Mummy, but that was Mummy's always. It was he was Emotep before the Mummy, the movie with Brendan Fraser, right? He was Emotep before that. Like sure. the historical character? Yeah, or something well, like that. I mean, he wasn't like a wizard or whatever. Right, yeah, 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 but... He's an architect and stuff. Emotep is... He wasn't named Emotep by the Brendan Fraser No, they just... Movie. They just use the same right. name of um, an actual historical guy, yeah. Also, Punch Planet was also at EVO, and they had released a new character named Max. I think we talked about that a little bit two oh. weeks ago, but uh, it is a new character to the game, and... Uh, that also, cool, cool. a lot of people had fun with that at EVO as well. It was playable over there. And then finally, uh, did we get a chance to talk about Mena RD's costume? We have not. Yeah, so Mena RD created a new costume. It has a lot of RD necklaces and everything like that for Republica Dominicana. And then, of course, he's basically wearing the same clothes Mena had Mena. when he won. Yeah, and then the chain now has a uh, Capcom Cup trophy at the end of it. So. Yeah, and the rumor is that there's a secret button combination that removes his uh, the vest. Mohawk. Oh, and also to remove the, change the mohawk to Mena. Hair. Oh, I thought it, that's just how it was. How it was. No one's been able to. No, they actually made it regular birdie hair, and supposedly there's another code that makes it so that you you can change his hair back to his hair. Know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, people have tried the established codes, like mm -hmm. the third strike, secret color select, and whatever the other one is, and they have not worked yet. Mm -hmm. So people haven't figured it out quite yet. Uh, <laughs> I love it. What are your thoughts? I mean, look, if I won Capcom Cup, I would definitely put myself in the game as Cammy, right? I mean, that would be so great. Wouldn't you want to see me dressed up as Cammy? Yeah. I mean, that's, come on. I actually no, think that would be hilarious. That is a no-brainer right I, I'm not even kidding. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> I'd support it. Oh, man. I think that'd be great. Uh, uh, I, I love his costume. It's such a mena choice. Yes. He, uh -huh, he put uh -huh. his stamp on the game forever. And he did it in a way that I appreciate because it's it's his. Like anybody can pick Samurai Nakali, and it's like not that weird. Mm -hmm. It's not clearly Kazunoko, 
But this birdie is Mena RD. Yeah. So yeah. it's weird if somebody else picks Mena RD in game. It's just Mena's character. He just put a character in the game that's just for him. It's just him. Of yep. him. I think it's genius. Would you make yourself Dalsum or Zangief? Well, oh, you be, would be G be now. G. Yeah, you'd be G now for sure. You've almost got the beard. You just got to wait another two hours and then you'll have just the full about. G beard. So, uh, Do you play him in the Q costume? Come on. Okay, okay. Of course I play him in the Q costume. <laughs> uh, in fact, the first time I ever went into story mode in Street Fighter V was to get his story mode costume, which is the Q <laughs> costume. And then the first time I ever bought colors in SF5, also for this... And I, uh, I actually beat a couple of other characters' story modes so that I could get enough fight money to buy his colors. So, yeah. <laughs> you are all in. I haven't done that with you anybody else, all but yeah, I'm in. in there. Jeez, okay, there. okay, okay. And I literally mean that. Jeez. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, but for sure, I, I, well, I don't know that I would do it. I'm not sure that's the choice I would make. But I think it's cool, and I respect it, that Men on RD did it. It's very him. And uh, it's more him, I think, than, like, American Guile or whatever mm-hmm, Deuce mm-hmm. was. And Samurai Nakali that doesn't even look cool. That's right. Looks so bad. Psychoanalysis typed something in the chat and just made me think DPG now stands for David Plays G. Nice. There you go. Nice. David Plays G at Law. There you go. That's the official. Nice. Official. I use color 15 and color 9. Color 15 is is the Q default color. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, and okay. color 9 is like kind of similar to Q's red, red color. Coat? Yeah, it's a little okay, bit more magenta, okay. but yeah, it's close enough for okay, me. Okay. It's, it's close enough that because it's not Q, it's cool. Mm-hmm, right? Like it's not the Q color, it's like mm-hmm. not Q red color. So I love it. I love it. Um, it clearly. You're so happy. You're so happy. There was also they announced that there was going to be a collector's edition of Smash Ultimate out that came with like the GameCube adapter. It came with one of the new GameCube controllers, etc., etc. Samurai Nakali looks dumb. uh, That's all I have. He's got these weird sandals. They're like made out of rope. I don't know. It was was weird to me is that he picked a character that he didn't even play. Right? What are you doing? I mean, honestly, I would give Cammy pants. You know, I would give her like a. There I was saw that the, mod you linked. Yeah, the mod that well, I linked is cool. really. It's basically the Cannon Strike from the Dreamcast game. I think no, it was a different. It was a mod from something else. I can't even remember. But it's, it was just a cool looking cami. But it was like it was like sexy in a different way. But at least it was different enough that it could look different. You know what I mean? So makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah, cami with just James's clothes. I think that would be so funny. It would be a Johnny T-shirt. A T-shirt with uh, like a flannel pullover. Yeah, yeah, yeah thing. Yeah. yeah, and then just wearing jeans or shorts. But you know, or she could be wearing the Johnny T-shirt that I got from 86.com. Nice. That they gave over me, so you can actually check that out at tinyurl.com/86jchenzor. There you go. So. But there you go. There's, it's cool. It's a cool it is Johnny cool. shirt. Oh, sure. It's like he's like all skeleton. Like I don't know if you guys can see it, but like it's his face is a skeleton, and like you can see kind of like through him. But it's Johnny slashing. It's actually a really sick shirt. So I really think that G can win Capcom Cup. I think he's a really good character. I think he's a really good character too. He he has he has the V trigger robbery that seems so important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He has the best V skill in the game. Oh, it's so strong. Um, 
He's such a wall. His grounded normals are all really good. His damage output's strong. Like once you get to level three presidentiality, you're going toe to toe with anybody in fireballs. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're you're throwing I mean, you're throwing he, a fireball, one hit of it negates the other person's fireball. The rest goes under it and then bounces right, up and hits them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's probably definitely the strongest character in the game when oiled up. I mean, when presidentiality <laughs> up, right? So I mean, come on, has to be so. Yeah. What if they put in not Hakan next? That would be so cool. Not Hakan? Yeah. Like just a character that has a kind of mechanic. Oh, yeah. Right. Ah. Not Khan, yeah. Not Khan. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh. I'm never going to play Zangief again in Street Fighter Five. He's dead. Yeah, he he's, died. He's dead. Even if they buff him, I'm gone. No need. Um. Did you see the clip of uh, Daigo not doing the Ono Shoryuken? I did. Have you... Do you do the Ono Shoryuken? I do, I do, yeah. I but I responded to it. You saw my, my tweet about it. I quote to retweeted and I said, not invincible, no point. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Because people have actually said that Daigo is... Every time he thinks of Ryu, he gets depressed because he's so bad right now. Hey. Yeah, so literally, I just feel like that was almost kind of like a protest in a way. Like, look, he sucks. I'm not doing this. Absolutely. So, uh, I did not watch Wednesday Night Fights last night. I didn't watch any of the HyperX stuff either. So That's on at 8 in the morning or whatever. I don't know what time that's on. Yeah. Wednesday Night Fights. Yeah, I know, right? Even on the West Coast. It's crazy. Uh, I haven't been there in like two years. I've been to NLBC more than I've been to Wednesday Night Fights. Hey, yeah. don't put a tournament two hours away from me at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I need, to, I need to head back over there because i got to start playing some of these games again. I, I actually actually do want to go to stuff. I don't think I... I just think that's not practical, but mm-hmm. I'd like to go to, like, Friday Night Super Arcade right. or something. By the way, I just kind of want to talk about this uh, a little bit as well. I don't know if you guys saw Freak Mod's Twitter recently. Like you saw yes. that. So he put out a thing that, you know, he created the JLF link, which lets you detach a joystick. He came up with this really cool mechanism for it. And then it turns out that the new Victrix joystick that they were showing at Evo uses a similar mechanic in there, even being called the link at one point yeah. in time. And uh, Clayton from Freak Mods was kind of upset about that. He was like, what is going on? Because clearly someone from Victrix contacted him about it, and then all of a sudden they have it on their controller, and it was like, what the hell, right? Well, that was taken care of. Uh, the guys from Victrix actually talked to Clayton, a.k.a. Freak Mods. And uh, definitely settled everything with him, and now Clayton is. I mean, they're calling it the JLF two, so they're you know having giving him credit for it. Um, they're know. still working on it a little bit, but uh, yeah, but yeah the, the outline of it is all is cool. So I'm I'm happy it, about yeah, that kind sure. of situation. For sure, happy yeah, they they, I feel like uh, uh, did more than they legally needed to do. Clayton didn't get a patent on the oh, link. Okay, okay, which means that anybody can use it. They could have did. They could have just taken it and been like, "Ha!" Huh, they could. They know. could have. Yeah. I mean, maybe not call it Link. There, mm-hmm. That may have been a problem. Mm-hmm. But to just use the design is probably fine. But so, so I don't think that they like needed legally to do this. So I'm. I think it's great that they're doing it. Right. Because uh-huh, it's like uh-huh. it's like a good faith sign. Yes. You know? Yes. It's like yes. Uh-huh. Being cool in the community sign. Like I just. I. It's nice. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. And then of course at the end of Evo, as I was walking out of the ballroom, the first person I run into, like on the bottom floor, is Daigo. Okay. And he's just standing there, and I just walked up to him, gave him a hug. Dang. And he went. I've never hugged Daigo. 
thank you for your hard work. Really? Yeah, he said that. And apparently he was live streaming. So there's a clip of me hugging Daigo, like walking up to him, blacking out the camera, okay. hugging him. And apparently he was practicing saying that for like everybody and Aww, stuff like that. That's so, so cute. Yeah, uh, it was actually really funny. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so yeah. nice. I don't think I've ever hugged Daigo before I'm either. Sure I but not. I was just kind of emotional after Eva was done. Like, I got kind of stuck in a weird place that by the time I made it out of the building, everybody was gone. Like, mm. I was one of the last people leaving. That's cool. So I ran into to Shino and Daigo, you know, and I, I just was like kind of emotional. So I, was, I just gave Daigo a hug. So, yeah. And then he thanked me for my hard work. I wonder what he would do if I did that. I've, not, I've talked to him maybe once. Really? Yeah. Dang. I don't know why. Okay. okay. <laughs> but uh, I, I feel I feel like each time I see him, I like give him the old head nod, and I'm like, "Hello," and he's like, "Hello," uh -huh. or "Hi," or whatever. Well, I mean, Daigo's also very, you know, not shy, but just kind of aloof a little bit. So, yeah. 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 Bar fights was interesting. Uh, I I wasn't there obviously because I was at the Twin Galaxies thing. I don't know thing. what happened. Uh, apparently there was like a dance battle that came off. Okay. I don't know. There was just like crazy. That sounds cool. Dude, I try to hug everybody. I, true story, there is someone in the FTC that says, uh, my hugs are like money. Okay. So every time she sees me, she's always like, pay me my money. Pay Dang. me my money. And so I give her a hug. So. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So. There's somebody who I hug in the FTC who doesn't appreciate it. <laughs> and we see him in the stream chat right now. Well, a picture of him anyway. Yes, a picture of him. Oh, that was great. Oh, man. It seemed like a fun event. Evo. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And it was the same thing. Uh, uh, just, it was, it's crazy to me how, like, every time I'm there and I see it and just the scope of it and to see how big it's grown uh, all through grassroots you know, means it's really impressive to me. You Did know? you see the score esports? Uh Little part, history, part of one history. I of did. Evo. I did. I thought they did a really good that job. That was really, really good. Um, they, I, they interviewed me a long time ago. I didn't know that's what it was going to be about. Right. So, oh, the viewership was really good. Uh, Dragon Ball broke the new record. So sure. Dragon Ball has a new record now of 250k uh, concurrent. Street Fighter dropped a lot. It got a boost from Ninja when Ninja hosted, but then it was still like maybe 150,000 or something like that. Of course, that it was, was basically 100,000 without Ninja. Right. And it was not great. Yeah, and it was late at night. I saw a bunch of people on my Twitter tweeting me. They're like, I'm not going to be able to stay up and watch For this. Sure. I'm sorry. So, Dude, I yeah. mean, like I said, as invested as I am. Right. It's like tw it's midnight. I, I was not yeah. paying attention. Uh -huh. Like There were definitely uh -huh. rounds where I was just browsing Twitter because right. I was like, I can't pay a time. I need to go to sleep. Like, it was too late. Yeah, it's it was. Late. It's way too late. It's an unfortunate situation. It's something that they got to look over yeah. and everything like that. But again, Evo's been pretty good about fixing a lot of their problems and stuff like that. Usually something that people complain about the year before is not something they complain about the next right, year. Right, that is so. true. Was it really 216 peak for SF5? No. Maybe when Ninja was on there, right? Yeah. So. Or unless he means unless he means the night before on semis. Oh, was it really that yeah, high? Yeah, uh-huh. Not 258 for Street Fighter Five. No, no, that no, was, no, no, That was Dragon 258 Ball. 258 was Dragon yeah. Ball, yeah. Uh, so. 216 with Ninja. Oh, wow, okay. okay. I thought well, that... I thought it was the, it was so I guess it's 150 plus ninjas. Oh, uh, okay. I okay, thought it was okay, 150 okay. with Ninja. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. thanks for the correction. Yeah. Ninja is a very very wealthy man. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, so. well. He's, yeah. <sighs> 
But yeah, no, it was uh, it was a great event. It's it's always emotional. I had a bunch of people, you know, talk about, you know, how emotional even was for them, and they could understand that being at their first Evo why it's that way. You know, why I get emotional there. Um, and you know, uh, I liked being having the new format. The commentators were on the floor again. That we weren't stuck way up in the suite, so that was actually kind of cool. Um, I thought was it like just, a combo breaker kind of situation in terms of you, where you were located? No, we were actually way on the other end. Oh, okay. We were completely on the other end, and so our back was the, the last row on the oh, ground, gotcha. basically. But you know, it was it was. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, Evo every year, I just feel like it does a lot of amazing things. And I know a lot of people are mad. I know a lot of the Marvel people are mad. And, you know, the, 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 the paying for water the thing is a mad, problem. That. What's that? The NRS scene is mad. Yeah, they're mad because of the No Top 16 I mean, stream and I'm everything mad. like that. Yeah, I don't blame I anybody pretty, yeah. for that. But, like I said, it, I, I, it is a grassroots run event. It's, every time I go there on Thursday, everybody who's running the tournament is just there. Mm -hmm. Judges, mm -hmm. the, you know, nothing excess, you know, mm -hmm. uh, all the guys out there. Christine from NorCal is doing mm -hmm. that every single time, you know. It's just a bunch of guys who are trying to do their best to make sure everybody is happy as possible. Nobody's purposely trying to do bad things to any particular community as much as sure. everybody thinks, you know, Wizard's screwing over the Marvel community because he, uh, he just hates it. Like, Wizard has nothing to do with anything that happened on that stream. You know what I mean? He just... Oh, yeah, he's not in control of streams. Right, exactly. So, yeah, four, I mean, games, four games on Sunday might be a real thing, maybe a real thing to consider, and then just not start at 8 a.m. It's just, it's, it's if tough. it could be like 10 a.m. to 10 a.m., 10 p.m. Yeah, exactly. That'd be awesome. That'd be perfect and stuff like that. So just, um, you know, I know, again, I, I might be biased because I've been going to Evo for so long. And, you know, I've seen how it's grown. I've yeah. seen where it's come from. And yeah. I, 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 I give it a lot more leeway for mistakes and stuff True. like that. You know, uh, I understand a lot of the things that they have to go through. It's not something that just sits there and rakes in cash like everybody thinks it does, you know. Um, it's 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 still homegrown. It's still grassroots. It's the craziest grassroots event there is. I mean, if they had that much money, I'm sure they would invest in like like crane cams and do all these crazy things like that. Uh, you know? Look, I mean, it it makes money. It's just it's uh, it's not. I, I don't think that it's making. The owner's rich, right? Exactly. Right? Like if exactly. they if they can make money from it, I'm all for that. Right? Like they uh -huh, put in uh -huh. it's it's Mr. Wizard's job. Like that's he does that twenty his, like his year long days, job. Yeah. So there uh -huh. needs to be money in for him. Right. But um, uh, I don't think that they're making any like yeah wealthy amount of amounts of money on it. So. What, what flag are we talking about? Uh, Snake Eater had a giant flag that he just got everybody to sign. You know, obviously you're not going to be able to sign it because you have no access to the flag. So, but he signed a giant flag with everybody. Like That's he just cool. got around to everybody that like he could a find. So. U.S. flag? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Uh, no, it was a. I forgot what was on the flag. I forgot because it had been. There's so many names on it and stuff like that. I just didn't even think about that. The Eco Esports thing. I mean, that's that's Slap Cheese new kind of. Uh, what, the, what is that? Do you know? It's a Bitcoin kind of thing, and oh. like they're trying to get to the trying to do cryptocurrencies and. Oh. 
they want to sponsor players and all sorts of things like that. So Lapchi is really trying to invest in a new kind of thing that can benefit the fighting game community. Look, I trust Lapchi. I don't trust cryptocurrency. So we'll see how that goes. Okay, you know, I agree. I'm, I agree on both counts. I definitely. Lapchi is a great guy for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's, I'm sure he's not trying to screw anybody. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see how it's going to go. I don't think it's it's not a scam. Like a lot of people in the chat are typing and everything like that, but yeah. cryptocurrency is just very kind of it's just volatile. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, oh, it was his school on the flag. Okay, okay. He's oh, sick. To grow the FGC in Washington State and get more interested in people. So. Is it like Washington State? Is it Wazoo? Are you talking about the flag? Yeah. But um. Oh, there you go. Ooh, Wazoo, huh? I can't sign a flag for another pack. 12 rival. I was about to say Pac-10. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, Pac-12 rival. Yeah. Boo! And again, you know, just as a final thing, I guess, to say is really honestly, shout-outs to uh, all the commentators that were there. You know, sorry that you weren't able to make that, David, but uh, it's a really good crew of it commentators was, it was a good crew, over there. Sure. Um, also, the Tenno guys, I mean, I took the time to tell Seg, I was just like, I just don't know what we would have done if you were not in the scene. Because not only does he do a great job running everything and making sure the event you know looks good streamed well and all that stuff like that but he always calls all the talent from within the yeah. community dude one of the cameramen um you know is a guy who you know is been getting a lot of work recently he's doing a lot of stuff for wednesday for hell night fights he fell off the stage when doing a tracking shot he was actually trying really? to track something he fell off the stage and they took care of him afterwards and everything wow, okay. like that but you know it's just it's really cool to see what seglia does to make sure that all these guys are doing a lot of cool things for sure i haven't talked about the army thing i'm actually going to another one this weekend oh so yeah i'll be traveling tomorrow actually Where so in georgia georgia yeah but that was actually pretty cool um it was just nice because it really looked like it was something that gave all the guys in the army a chance to just be themselves yeah. and just have a good time. The guy who won it was a Zangief player on right. the army base, which I thought was kind of funny. But turns out the guy has played at Arcade Infinity, he's played at NLBC oh, yeah. in the past, and he's Ian Sanity's cousin. Oh, really? Yeah, it was Ian Sanity's cousin. So he said Small that world. Ian just beat him all the time, and so he got good because he fought Ian that's, all the time. How about that? So actually, that's kind of funny. So. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just messing around about not signing a Wazoo flag. Uh, I went to Cal. I'm a Cal fan. Mm -hmm. Berkeley. Uh, but then I also did go to UCLA for my second law degree. So that's like my two, my two teams, I guess. Yeah. Georgetown can honk a dongle. I don't care about them. The cool thing about the Army thing is that there's eight different places, and the winners from all eight of them are being flown out to PAX West to have the grand final champion between all eight of them. So I think that's, I, kind of I, I think that's I, cool. There yeah. was actually one of the guys, uh, I think it was from Bulgaria, yeah. one, right, from the U.S. based on Bulgaria. Oh, wow. And I met him at Evo. Okay. He showed up. He's like, I'm the guy who won from Bulgaria. I was like, what? That's cool. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, actually kind of funny. So. Yeah, I, I think that's, I think it's nice to have uh, events for for people in the military to enjoy themselves. I'm mm -hmm. definitely I'm definitely down. Yeah, with that. that's the aspect that that I'm going in as. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean. Try to make sure that you know they have. Yeah, a good you don't time. care about recruiting, but like yeah. it's you know I'm if if people in the military can enjoy themselves, that's fine. I disagree with many of the ways that the military is used. Yes, but mm -hmm. I'm not at all opposed to having a military. Like, right. That's, yeah, I feel like yeah, you yeah. need mm -hmm. you should have that, but mm -hmm. it's maybe the politicians should be different. Mm -hmm. But having a military, I'm cool with. Yeah. Okay. 
Anyways, uh, uh, that's all I got. Flyrant, so. definitely the first. I'm working on it, all right? I'm working on it. <laughs> Did it really happen? Oh, I mean, for was sure. it just pies and stuff? Or? Uh, not, not just pies. It's the, it has been going on for longer than that. Um, but, yeah, it's recently gotten to a crisis point where, like, oh, no. I'm, like, wearing my, uh, <laughs> my stretchy shorts a lot. <laughs> Hey, look, I'm just going to say... Uh, it's just gonna sure. say it's definitely true. I lost 20 pounds since the last Evo. Dang, man, that's I actually awesome. lost 20 pounds in between the two Evos because the room that my friends were staying at... So on Monday, I always hang out with my best friends in the Evo, yeah, for right? Sure. And uh, one of my friends is super baller now, so he treats me for the whole Monday. Wow. So we did the dream racing thing, so I drove a Ferrari this time. Dang. I drove a Ferrari Italia. Okay. Uh, and got to about like 190 miles, uh, uh, kilometers per hour okay. and stuff like that. Sounds fast. We, like went to the Wicked Spoon. We went to uh, the Min- Pinball Hall of Fame Museum oh, cool, again, man. which we do every year. But they had a scale in their in their okay. Room. And so I sat on the scale. I stood on the scale, and I was like, "Well, I've lost like twenty pounds That's since awesome. the last Evo." So I'm actually uh, really happy about that. So I mean, I I took selfies during the week during the the weekend, and I was like, Dude, "I look a lot better." <laughs> So. I'm glad to hear it, man. That's, that's really cool. You, he's been doing yeah. a good job. You've been doing a good yeah, job about so uh, trying cutting my best, out soda dude. and whatnot. Yeah, I've been drinking a lot less soda and stuff like that. So been working um, and then I, 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 I'm probably about the opposite of what James but just I, described. I will say one thing too I weighed myself and I was 20 pounds less after I ate the Wicked Spoon buffet okay, all I right. ate a freaking lot of food okay there was three plates and another plate of dessert so yeah uh, Yaosh the game uh, the name that I'm playing G under is uh, is <laughs> it's <laughs> What, are you going to burn me? I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm going to burn if this doesn't come out anytime soon, so. What <laughs> a fart name. God. Fart no. boy. That's so, that's so basic. It's, it's Gangbus Khan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a good name. <laughs> Man, when I came up with that, <laughs> I just laughed like this for like 15 minutes. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, boy. Ugh. Anyway, if you see a G player playing story mode costume number 9 or 15 named Gangbus Khan. <laughs> Samuel, what's up? <laughs> <laughs>